after still making your Kickstarter sucks. Yep, Mike and Jay, after still doing this stuff, they've been going for six years and haven't given it up. So somehow here's another six pack of this type of junk. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing these. Your Kickstarter sucks. Yeah, that's right. We're, We're still, still doing, doing these. Yep, Mike and Jay haven't given this up. Yeah, that's right. We're still doing your Kickstarter sucks. Hey, Mike and JF. I just got a 05 Subaru Legacy that only has a CD player, so I was wondering what your guys' favorite CDs were. I'm looking for new stuff to listen to. Uh, bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Mike, what did you used to slide into your CD changer when you were bumping some tunes, my man? Well, it used to be R. Kelly's greatest hits, but I cannot listen to him anymore, JF. CD got too scratched. Scratched up. I dropped it and it got scratched up. Um, I don't know about the, uh, it's been a while on CDs. It's been here. a while. Is that what you're listening to? That's what it was. Been a while. Come on now. Since I first saw you. What's he up to? Nah, I, know, I, know that band? <laughs> I know what he's up to. We it's don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, did you guys like that? Did you guys like that song? Um, I think at the time yeah. it was like the precipice of like, damn, that's like a good acoustic song. But at the same time, I was like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> kind of, what's this guy whining about or whatever? Sure. <laughs> you wanted to wait, you, you waited to get into the real whining music until you were in your mid to late thirties. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you, <laughs> now, now you hear the guys whining, you go, oh. <laughs> what, um, what is he? What was the new story about him? He was, uh. Oh yeah, well I th- I think I read something about how he was he did like a song with that uh, that dickhead who's that fucking dipshit? Yeah, I know uh, I know what you're talking about. Fucking uh, piece of shit. The guy who honestly I still have never really like untangled what was going yeah, on just because every like I don't understand. There's no upside for me when everyone's already at a ten on some guy. I'm just like I don't even <laughs> what what am I going to add to this? You know I believe you. Yeah, I, yeah whatever. Okay, it's, it's you know he's doing a dog whistle and he's a piece of shit. I don't know what I can add to this that you guys haven't already figured out. I'll just I'll yeah. do something else. I, I'm I need to be in on it earlier. If we're about to dogpile on somebody, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I need yeah. to find out. About I need it to sooner. get in early so I can get in the good jabs. Everybody's already done the yeah predictable stuff. You know, it doesn't yeah. stop some people from doing. No, it. No, sure. It's, sometimes it seems to encourage some people almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the last thing I heard about him. He yeah, did he did a song. song. Right. Right. Looks like Metal Injection is saying Stain's Aaron Lewis stormed off his stage again because his crowd was too loud. I guess they're talking, maybe. Doesn't seem like the right environment for someone who has that particular problem with saying, people. Listen, if you don't shut the fuck up, you can't even hear the guitar, so shut up. I've got three more fucking minutes. Three. Can you please, for once, through the whole fucking evening, you guys have talked all fucking night, shut the fuck up or I'm done. And then Lewis revealed to the crowd he doesn't understand the definition of irony. He said, it's so fucking ironic that this fucking song is a thank you, and I can't get you to shut the fuck up to hear it. <laughs> Lost it. Lost his mind. Oh, there's video. That rocks. He went substitute teacher mode. <laughs> That's really cool. Yo, you just let him get to you, bro. They're going to be throwing bottles at you at the next concert, my man. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> You can't let them know that you're irritated by them or that your face is vulnerable to glass bottle damage <laughs> because you're just leaving it wide open. I love the ugly aesthetic of the uh, American flag, uh, the grunge American flag. 
so ugly. What is the grunge, Mary? What is that? Look at this. Look at this. You know this fucking. You know what I'm fucking. I'm talking about. Don't fucking sag ingrid. Is it like a flag that someone took a shit on? It well, looks like it. Yeah. Look at this fucking. That might be cool. All this fucking stupid shit. Oh, you know what? I would look at this and assume it was Punisher, but I, I don't know. Is it not? It's not Punisher. Is I think it? it's a skull of some type. Yeah. Okay. But it's you know got the rifles on the <clears throat> yeah sleeve of the shirt or whatever. That look camo hat. Just just fascist, but not really with even any direction or anything. Just kind of like, well, I don't know. Let me grab a few things that are... It's it's fash casual. <laughs> it's fash casual is what it is. That is really weird. I, I don't know. It's I, it's obviously impossible at this point to like... Just look, just look at the flag itself and go like, oh, do I think the flag is like cool? If you like, rem- if you remove everything from it, <laughs> like if you remove <laughs> everything from it that people care about, like just looking at the flag itself, it's. I think it's kind of one of the better flags, probably. Don't you think? No, too busy. You think there's too much going on? Japan, great flag. That's great, top tier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not crazy about the triangle ones when it comes to flags. I think there's, you know what I mean, where they're like, um. I like yeah. the ones where it's I like the one where it's cut on the end like a like a V in the bottom of a shirt. That's a nice style. Yeah. But I don't like the ones that are like the dominant shape in the color is is triangles. I don't know. You're putting a triangle inside a rectangle. It's like what are we doing? You've got I'm the rectangle confused. already. You lost me. Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely <laughs> nuts that anyone would do that. Um I thought what about the what about the one where it just had the circle of stars? That one's good, right? That's Betsy yeah, Ross. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good one. What's the? What's the? Uh, yeah, I was looking at the DP DPRK flag. Oh, this? I don't. What I'm not. This? I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, what's the North Korea flag? It's like the blue okay. bars at the top and bottom, and then the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of white. It's kind of got the, are, right? the Texaco symbol in the middle of yeah, it, though. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess I would move there. That's what we were evaluating, right? Yeah. That's what we were saying. <laughs> we should go to North Korea. YK Escapade. North yeah. Korea. How fun would that be? That would be a lot of fun. We'd have to not do one for a couple months we and then, would, you know, yeah. really blow our load going yeah. to North Korea. Some people do that, and I think it turns out pretty good normally, so. <laughs> Get put on a list. Yeah. Come back Y'all are and... on your own for that one. Uh, that would be so crazy if we ever did that. Let's never do that. Let's stay here. Mike, let's stay here and have our little donut treats. I, I had a, I have a donut treat and I'm eating them. And what I think, is this? Look at this. What do you think this is? You went to Dunky Donut today? I went, I went to Dunky Donut. I went to Dunky Donut. Yeah, I did. And I got this. I got this big piece of shit here, which... Is this the one... Is that the Ice Spice one where they have the donuts in the drink? Is that what this is? Can I tell you how embarrassed I am? I'm so stupid. Yeah. Because I get to looking at the app, and I get, I get to saying, well, the Ice Spice Munchkins uh, drink, that would be fun to get. Then I start looking, I'm like, oh, I'll look at all those calories. I'm not putting donut holes in a drink. Yeah. And so what I did is I got a drink and the donut holes separate. Mm-hmm. That's I don't smart. know. I, smart. <laughs> <laughs> No, what I was trying to do with that, it wasn't, it's not clear to me what I was attempting, but that's what I did do. Yeah, I got this, it's a chai latte, because I know you like chai lattes, so I got this for myself, thinking of you. I was thinking of you when I got this. That's so nice. That's so nice. It's a big boy. How how big is that? Is that a, is that a large? I went to the Regal the other day to see the, uh, we went to see that uh, Exorcist 50th anniversary, (laughs) like a medium soda. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) It was 
big. <laughs> it's still so big every time. And you didn't piss at rocks. the theater still. Didn't piss. It's insane didn't piss to me. at the theater. Didn't piss going in or coming out. Saved what? Till I got home. God. Uh, I do not trust the toilets at public places. They will steal your DNA and stuff. <laughs> How was the um? How was the movie? Which version of it was it? It was baller. Um, I actually don't know what version it was. Did it have the one where she went down the stairs uh, backwards, upside yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it had the one. I don't know if I missed this scene or something, yeah. or if this was just like the special edition, director's edition, or whatever. I don't know all the editions of The Exorcist, but the 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 scene, the scene where she's masturbating with the cross, right? Obviously crazy. Right. But I somehow missed the scene where she grabs her mom's head and shoves it into her pussy. Oh, wow. And says, lick me, lick me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's it's crazy. Kind of a crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> they um, should have called it the crazy movie. Yeah, they should have. I don't know if that was already. Because the exorcist is only in it for a short time. Yeah. And plus, there's two of them. So it's like, <laughs> doesn't really make a yeah. ton of sense. That new one looks like horse shit. Well, because then they got two demons in that one. Oh, God. <laughs> like, wow, what's crazier than one girl? <laughs> two girls. Uh, then you throw a cup in there and you're really cooking. Um, I got my little donut treat. And this, this is what I did. This is so embarrassing. So I got the big drink. And then I said, I'm going to get some of these pumpkin donut holes. Right? Mm -hmm. Does this look like a donut does, hole to you? It does not look like a donut hole to me, JF. Yeah. No shit. It's because it's not. So Looks I like ordered. They gave you the opposite of a donut hole, the whole donut. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, I, I just clicked for me as I said it. <laughs> the whole donut. <laughs> the whole donut. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I got I got three donut. So I ordered five donut holes. Mm. I got three donut holes and one whole donut. <laughs> Doesn't that feel? I feel like I got an upgrade. Do you feel like that's an upgrade? Yeah, that's an upgrade. Yeah. Because what is one donut, what is one whole donut equal to in terms of three donut holes? Probably two and a half donut holes, I would say. Yeah, at, at least two and a half, at maybe least. even three. Yeah. So really, so really, I got like five and a half or six donut holes in this that's bag. That's baller. You got a best friend at the, that's like when I go to the weed place and the guy throws in like a quarter for free. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's all crumbly and dry and dusty. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it rocks. Yeah. For free. It's cool to be recognized and acknowledged and valued. You know what I mean? And the, the best thing about it, the best thing about it is that this drink in the donuts was only $9. Can you believe that? <laughs> and it's only 6,000 calories. <laughs> yeah, I got to go run around the block after this. Um, I, so I didn't see The Exorcist. Um, I didn't know that they were doing it. Because um, honestly, the scariest thing of all to me is a microphone staying right where it is throughout the whole recording. So <laughs> I wouldn't even imagine... So, like the exorcist, I mute I, it now so I don't get the feedback. Yeah, we all heard it. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch that. Last night I put on a movie and I sat down and my wife was like, oh, are you watching this for work? You know, for, for Miketober? Are you watching this yeah. for Miketober or are you just watching this for fun? And I was like, man, you know, I really shouldn't be watching some crappy horror movie that's not for work because there are, I still do have to do a few of these, Yeah, but I, but I didn't want to like actively pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want that's, to have to be like what thinking thoughts. To me where I'll throw I'll throw the movie on that we have to do for the show. Then I'll watch it, but I'll also be looking at my phone. Right. And then I'll be like, "Well, shit, I didn't watch it attentively mm -hmm. enough." So I, I I have to go back and watch it again. 
and take notes this time. And then I'll end up watching it like four times. So I right. know the movie really well, which is great because I'm the kind of person who just watches something and I just forget all about it. Right. So like making a letterbox and stuff like that doesn't really make any sense. I'll just be like, yep, that was good. No, that was, <laughs> that was bad. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I think the way you're doing it does make sense. Like, I think there's an argument for doing it that way. I would just rather put in the hour and a half, two hours up front and then just like grin Get and it bear it. Where, like, just try to, just try to like grimace through my ADHD. Like just trying to be like, ah, <laughs> you know, I'm not looking at anything else, you know, and, <laughs> Like a like a roller coaster ride, and then you get on the other side of it and be like, "Good, okay, I have a sheet of notes where I can say like." And then he went to the closet, and there was a monster in there. Like, why yeah, the fuck do I even like, need that? Damn, did he go to the fucking closet? <laughs> <laughs> did he go? When did he go to the fucking closet? <laughs> I'm looking at you to confirm if he went to the closet and there was a monster <laughs> in there, and you're like furiously typing on the keyboard. <laughs> closet scene, uh, fucking movie. Uh. <laughs> um, but I watched uh, I watched Gretel. And Hansel. Wow, you've seen that before, though, right? I thought that, that I had. Yeah. I thought that I had, but no. What I had seen before <laughs> is Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters with Jeremy Renner. Okay, so what is the difference? This is Gretel and Hansel, which is it's like two. It's like kids. It's like two child actors. Okay. Um, and they they come upon like a basically like a Baba Yaga type mm. character in the woods. Look at her now, yeah. And it's Ugly. like a no oh yeah, yeah. She's no, she's a real creepo. No, you're right to say it. No offense to this broad, but she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing it's is the she's way like, she looks. Just, <laughs> oh, you're looking at like a cast photo. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. At, no, okay. I'm looking at the her as the witch. Okay, yeah, okay. she's ugly. No wonder they picked her for this fucking shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it's like she she eats kids is the thing. And oh it's come like, on. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's what I said too. Um, but yeah, it has a little bit of, um, I, I don't know how to put it. it. It is sort of it is sort of a modern veneer over that old tale. Like I don't know, I'm, I'm I would never say it's as good as The Witch. Obviously, that's a whole different kind of thing. But it has yeah. that that kind of feel of those movies. You know, I'm it's, liking the uh, A frame cabin that this witch lives in. I'm liking that a lot. I fucking know. I do nice. It's so cool. It's so it's such a cool like and they they toss it off so easy because she's like explaining after like the secret is revealed in this like why she's doing what she's doing and all this kind of stuff. She's like totally tossed it off. She's like, oh, yeah, after all that, after all that bad stuff happened to me, I built a house in the woods. And I'm like, well, can you tell me more like about the house? Like, <laughs> yeah. How much yeah. that caused you? You want a fucking septic or what? <laughs> it's so it's so modern and it's so cool. Perfect Airbnb, like perfect yeah. Airbnb for me. Would love to go out there with you sometime, and I know so nice. It's it's a modern, it's a modern A-frame cabin, dark. uh, But it's like it's like asymmetrical as well, which is so unique for for that framing. So, like, where'd you get the plans? Like, I don't know, I don't know. I built this house. I built this house. I guess you could just hire a guy to come out and build it for you, and then when he holds his hand out for the payment, you just eat him or something like that. I guess, yeah. I guess you could probably just eat him him into like a fucking crow. And then he gets to sit up on top of the house. I don't know. That might be cool for him, too. Yeah. Kind of the backward logic of these movies. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was kind of, it was very, it was very atmospheric. It was a very moody. Um, there was, yeah. there was a little bit of gore in there. But I did, I honestly did think I was turning on the one where Jeremy Renner is going to blast a witch with a shotgun um, <laughs> mounted to I his wrist or whatever. I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot about that movie. I watched one with Hal the other night called The Thing with Two Heads. Uh-huh. And I gotta say, 
highly recommend it. Mm. It's, a, it's about a uh, it's about a crazy old racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ray Ray Milland, mm-hmm. uh, uh, classic actor from uh, Columbo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some great Columbo apps. But he is uh, there's a, a African American gentleman who's uh, Mike are the mowers there. <laughs> he's he's uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what you, that's what you get. That's what there you was, get. There was a small ice chip in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> there was a donut hole in my straw. <laughs> I said no. I said light donut holes. Anyway, yeah. The racist guy. Uh, gets his head transplanted onto the body of this uh, no, come on, really, guy, and they there's all kinds of hijinks. It's so funny, dude. Like there's tons of scenes of them like riding on a dirt bike, and it's like the <laughs> wide shot. You gotta watch it. It's like this wide shot and obviously a fake stuffed head on this guy's body or whatever. And he's too big for the bike and stuff. It's wait, it's why so did they do a stuffed funny. head on the body instead of? Be, the, in the, so in some of the shots, like where they're in a car or something like that, the guy is obviously in the in the passenger seat of the car or whatever. Yeah. And and the the Ray Milan guy is in the back seat, obviously, and he's leaning all the way forward, so it <laughs> looks like his head is on. It's so fun. Let me show you like a picture of it real quick, so you get an that's idea. really good. Is, so is is he cursed somehow, or like an evil surgeon does it, or like what is the? No, he's a brilliant surgeon. He's a brilliant scientist. And uh-huh. he's he's oh like dying. God. His like heart is giving out. So he has he has to <laughs> transplant his head on on the body of somebody else. And so he like um, convinces somebody to let him get the body of this guy who's about to be executed or whatever. Oh my god! And it's so fucking funny, man. That's <laughs> really really incredible. I the what I, I miss. Heads. I misunderstood, even though, yeah, the title, now it makes sense, now I'm putting it all together. I was thinking they swapped heads for some reason, and I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought it was like a punishment, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this yeah. is for your evil ways, now you have to, I see, here. Wait, wait, was that one picture, one of them smoking a cigarette and the other guy exhaling the smoke? Yes. Yes, it was. Fuck. Yeah, there's a, that scene in there, too. That's, it's so good. I hate all this smoking you're doing now that you're on <laughs> my so body. They're on this. They're on this bike. You can see this, right? They're on this bike. Yeah, fuck and me. And they, 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 kind of kidnap this other surgeon and try to like. I mean, it's just a. It's a mess. But it's, it's so. so fun. It's so fun. It's incredible to do the thing where you're pretending to be two guys in one on the motorcycle, and then also have a third real guy God, back there. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> What did you what did you drop? Did you spill something? I was hoping you didn't hear that. I heard the shit out of it. We all heard spilled it. A, I, I knocked over a glass bottle. It had the lid on it. Nothing is it, spilled. There was is everything okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Getting, getting angry. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. There's all there's all kinds of great movies you can watch out there, Mike. I find um, just a blanket statement. I don't really have any recommendations, but I do th- uh, I do think you could go. You could. I know where you could find some. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash your Kickstarter sucks. Wow. The the pit from 1981. Yeah, that was a great out now. film. Mm-hmm. Well, with... <laughs> it was a fun episode of the show. <laughs> it was a fun episode of the show. <laughs> um, actually, on movies, I had a thought. Um, I was coming back from the. I was coming back from getting this coffee and donut, and I well donut holes. I thought I was getting donut holes, but I ended up getting donut holes and a donut. But I didn't mm, order yeah. anyway. Anyways. Um, I won't bore you with any more details about the donuts and the donut holes. 
but I I got behind um I got by, I I got behind a car, and it was a it was just a truck that was pulling like um like kind of a big shed that you would have in the backyard you know like a big yeah. kind of like a bigger wooden shed not huge yeah. but like big enough to be like wide load um and it was going so badly that I had a chance to go a different direction to get home faster but. I stayed behind it because I kind of just wanted to see like <laughs> what happened just because it was like the guy was like swerving all over the road. Oh, like he, no. was, he was going nuts. Like he would be going good for a while. And then I think the wind would like catch the shed. He'd be like, ah, uh, God. <laughs> I think the truck wasn't big enough to do what he was asking it to do. That's um, so funny. It's so funny when you see like a, a guy with like a small truck with like a huge couch sticking out of the back of it. And like, his yes. friend, his friend is on top of the couch. Or oh, buddy. <laughs> It ain't worth it. There's no couch in the world that's worth uh, that. I was thinking when I was like, I was thinking about when I was a kid the other day about seeing people in the backs of trucks riding around. You don't see that anymore. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't see kids riding around in the back of trucks anymore. Not as much. Not as <laughs> much. You see dogs, guys. Sometimes. Dogs are still doing it. You know, God bless them. Dogs are still doing it. Sliding around back there. That's fucking terrifying, dude. I, I do think I'm see, I'm still seeing a lot of pedestrians in places where there absolutely should never be a pedestrian. <laughs> and I know that some of that has... That's more of an infrastructure problem <clears throat> yeah, than I a mean, personal choice problem. But geez, Louise, I, some people are taking some risks. Yeah, I mean, there's no sidewalks here, so you have to walk on the road, or, yeah. like, in the ditch, in the little culver ditch or whatever, like, yeah. right next to the fucking road, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me the ditch, is what I would... <laughs> yeah. Give me the ditch in that case, because... But they, they don't mow it, and your fucking pants get all wet and shit like that. I know, it's fucked. My kid's riding his bike to school now, I'm so worried. He's yeah. He's across, like, two fucking... Kind of busy streets in the morning. Yeah, dude. I'm like stressing to him, bro. You got to watch it. You you got to look both ways and yeah. then keep, I mean, keep looking. You got to look a lot. Yeah, you got to look a lot. I, I, yeah, the thing I always try to instill is like, hey, even if you're in the right, it don't matter. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, right. You're, if you're under a semi-trucks uh, wheel, like if, at that point, who the fuck, oh, I was actually supposed to go. Well, it doesn't fucking yeah. matter, you know, because these guys just do whatever the hell they want. You at know? least this guy will get his comeuppance. <laughs> thinking as I bleed out. Floating up to Some heaven. justice will be served. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a scary thought. It's a scary <laughs> then thought. Then they get off because they're a senator's wife. Yeah, for or real. Whatever. Yeah. Or even, not even that. Not Honestly, not even that much. <laughs> like, just some guy who had, like, 50 bucks on him at the time. Um... But I was starting to think when I was behind this guy, I was thinking about, I was, obviously I was thinking Final Destination, like the mm -hmm. the thing fucking flies off. But I just, I don't know, I just started like free associating with movies. I, I don't know. Tell, tell me what you think about this. You know that movie, Um, you know that movie, I think it's called I Want Someone to Eat Cheese With. Do you know that movie? I don't know that one. No. It's, um. I think it's, I think it's Jeff Garland. I think it's a Jeff Garland movie, Sarah Silverman. Jeff Garland. I somehow missed the Jeff Garland Sarah Silverman Yeah vehicle i want someone to eat cheese with yeah yeah it's from 2006 it's from so i graduated that's the year i graduated high school it was so i was probably just thinking about it at the time you know <laughs> now this is a jeff garland and this is actually a weinstein company uh oh, promotion nice. as well so these yeah they all got together for this Dan um, castanella yeah yeah so there's a lot i mean there's a lot of people in this and i just i just had this thought oh bonnie hunt i just had this thought um i want someone to eat cheese with did a dog write this movie I think Jeff Garland. I think Jeff Garland wrote it, but I think Jeff Garland deserves to go to jail. 
think he deserves prison for life. <laughs> Anyways, that was just something I was thinking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, why don't we do an update on old Kickstarter, Mike? That was close. Um, <laughs> this is called Magic Breath from episode 305 back in May. You remember Magic Breath? I remember Magic Breath. Um, this was the, uh, what was it, a shake? It was like a drink? It was, drink? Yeah, it was some kind of fucking drink or something. If you had like a stank mouth on you, you could drink it. Um, we talked about it back then in May. It had 2359. Uh, they wanted 20,000 euro, uh, so a little bit shy of that. They ended with Almost 4,000 U.S. dollars. Um, it, the goal was to eradicate chronic bad breath from the inside out within 12 days. So uh, this company, Thrive Thirst BV, um, it's an all-natural product. It comes in this little energy drink can. And we've got all the classic images and videos that you would see from someone who has bad breath, right? You have the green coming out of their mouth. Yeah. Classic stink color, right? <laughs> um, you've got, uh, I mean, look... Okay, you've got the happy girl who I think does not realize that her photo is being used for yeah, this. Yeah, I don't. That's a stock photo where it's, she's pouring the drink into her mouth, but the drink is going like on her teeth or whatever. It's, so it's yeah. obviously a bad, bad Photoshop, but <laughs> yeah, that's trying. Yeah. Uh, and it says right under her, it says breath drink. Yeah. That's just not that. So that's like a problem that I had with this one was that it just says breath drink on it, which is like. You don't want people stumbling upon your breath drink and then asking a bunch of questions about it. Yeah, because really, what the only problem, and, and this is this is not to make anybody feel self conscious about their medical stuff, but the only problem I think with having chronic bad breath is that other people know about it and that bothers you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like the only yeah. issue. Like it's not hurting you physically to have bad breath in most cases. I don't think you just mm-hmm. don't want other people to smell your stinky breath. Okay, hey, fair enough. But I almost wonder if you're undoing a little bit of that by having the Costco pack of stinky breath juice, like sitting on your countertop and in your refrigerator, right? And the, uh, yeah, and getting the uh, super early bird <laughs> gift of the uh, uh, bad breath T-shirt or whatever it is, like yeah. <laughs> but the, the 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 one that's the shake because it it does come in like two different kinds. It does. Right? There's the drink and the shakes or something like that. Yeah. But the fucking. The one that's a shake, actually, they show it here in the promo pic. It says breath shake. Yeah. Breath shake and vitamins. And it's like, you just don't want to have anything that's going to call it like a super shake. So, yeah. This is just for my health. There you go. It's It's, done. Nobody's asking any questions about it. Just fucking sit around and say, yeah, this has a bunch of adaptogens in it. We all get it. (gasps) Yeah. Right away, we all understand what you're talking about. Yeah. No No need to elaborate further. I will not be investigating. I'm (laughs) just sending you my credit card. (laughs) Really just seems like a huge uh, miss on this. And, you know, maybe like this guy says, he's like, hey, you know, I I got some sneaky breath situations and and that's cool. Um, But I just think maybe, yeah, the packaging. I don't know if it just comes down to packaging or just marketing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, When we watch a Peep This Out video and he's always talking about like, I just love what BK did on the marketing on this one. And it's just like they colored the box like like orange. You know what I mean? <laughs> they killed it from a marketing standpoint. It's like yeah. just they got Spider-Man on there or something. <laughs> <laughs> but put Spider-Man on this and it's like maybe Spider-Man has bad breath. I mean, that makes sense. Doesn't it? <laughs> they use uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is the same graphics from the cartoon or the same graphics from the comic book. But they, <laughs> this is definitely, definitely legit. 
Because he's got the mask on, right? Which, I mean, if we were wearing the masks everywhere again, that would definitely... You get that breath, like, kicking right back at you. I mean, he's got that, you know? I think when Mary Jane pulled down his mask to kiss him upside down, she probably had a brief moment that was like, ugh. Yeah. Your face is all wet. It is. Yes, it's wet. It smells like spit. It would be wet. It smells like spit. It smells nasty. Why am I I kissing you? I guess it's because I love you so much. Wow. Now the scene hits a lot harder. Oh, wow. She looks past his bad breath. Wow. That's the ad that they need for this upside down kissing scene. Yeah. Bad breath. She says, okay, well, maybe she's. <laughs> maybe she doesn't. Drink. Yeah. She gets in the drink and then he drink. Well, he can't drink it upside down. <laughs> he can't down. drink it upside down. It'll choke. Um, maybe she's upside down. Fuck. Okay. Somebody's upside down. Wait a minute. Maybe the, oh, maybe the green goblin comes in and throws some breath mints into his mouth oh, right yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. You know, and flies away. Thanks for the power up. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah and, and Doc and Doc Ock is over there and he's going hey me you know me next he's like trying to grab yeah. the mints like Doc Ock wants the mints I'll, too I'll I'll take one of each and there's <laughs> and there's four of them or so I don't know four, there's do four something. different flavors of breath mint let's yeah, yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah let's get um so let's let's see if we can get a uh, three way call going here so between us <laughs> Marvel and Marvel and, and, and breath drink <laughs> and breath drink. get him on the horn. <laughs> Uh, breath drink. Anyways, um, this one is back. Um, it did not meet the goal then, but they did bring it, uh, they brought it back and I respect that because they got something they want to be out there to help people. Um, they did not decrease the goal. So the goal is the exact same amount, 20,000 euros, roughly $21,000. Um, instead of raising almost 4,000 bucks, they have raised a little over 400 bucks this time. Um, so we've, we've backslid a little bit here. Um, the video is the same. The copy in here is exactly the same. The two things that I could tell that are different are the um, originally the project was on the account Thrive Thirst BV, the name of the company, and that had two projects, both of which were the Magic Breath. They have now changed it from Thrive Thirst BV to um, Magic Breath. So now this shows as their first created project here. Um, Magic breath. Um, I think that was the only change. No, they changed the name of the guy. So um, a guy named Michael started to begin with, and now the guy who started it is named Patrick. Um, uh, hey, SpongeBob, my breath stinks because if I'm underwater. <laughs> um, and then the other thing they changed <laughs> is they got rid of the guy who was there. It's Patrick from SpongeBob, if you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got rid of the guy who was the chief product development officer. Saif Hassan is no longer a part of the team, it looks like. so. Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't know if they judged that that guy, the chief product development officer, was holding them back, maybe, in the magic breath process. But he's no longer listed on the Kickstarter campaign anyway. So, I don't know. But, but it doesn't look like they're going to make this one. So, I'm not... I don't know if you got stinky breath, you may be on your own for, or maybe just like chew a piece of gum or like eat some food or drink a water or something like that. Would yeah. Be, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Can't help you. Were you going to, I'm sorry. It sounded like you were going to share a story about a time where you had some stinky breath. Um, I can tell you about it. <laughs> I had some stinky feet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. never mind. Um, that was a short one. I, I did want to give a bonus update, though, from the same episode. While I was clicking around on that page, I wow. saw from that very same episode back in May, 305, 
Um, this came up. Remember the filmmaking for dummies author at Paramount Pictures, Cinegear? Yes. Wow. Bra- author Brian Michael Stoller. Yes. Who? Um, uh, what did he do again? Well, he did a few. He did a few of those dog type movies. He did the first dog movie, um, and he was also associated in some way with Miss Castaway and yeah, the Island that. Girls, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so he's done a few sort of crap classics um, that we've really enjoyed. And this was so strange to me. So anyways, this project was whatever this was. He was like setting up. He was setting up to sign books or something at like a yard. You get your star in filmmaking. And somebody told us they walked by this and like saw him there as well. So he actually did go through with whatever this event was. Um, But I was clicking around and I was like, oh, I remember this guy. And so I I Googled him. Did we we miss this the first time around somehow? Because this happened literally the month that we were talking about this. This episode came out late May. And this article was published in early May, May 6th here what the fuck? in the Los Angeles Times. Didn't we at least Google this guy before we started talking we, about him on the show? Now, look, this is Dan's responsibility to do the Googling yep. and do the research of the show and stuff like that. So yeah, it didn't get done. But just the well, Dan, you know, you know that a part of your uh, part of the expectations we have set for you early and often is that you do all the research for the show and then you you sort of. For, you know, present us with a Correct dossier. At the when end. have I ever met your expectations? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an article in the L.A. Times, the, yeah. Los, the Los Angeles Times. They have their own newspaper out there now. Um, Good for them. It says, "My lawn was stolen last night. How a filmmaker learned to laugh at his missing turf." Then a it's picture a, of him in his yard, like holding up looks, a roll of turf. <laughs> he looks like William H Macy a little bit. He does. Yeah, a little bit he does. With the jean jacket on, with the upturned yeah. collar in this a he little just bit. Saw his, he just saw his wife getting fucked. <laughs> He's going out to grab his pistol. While Michael Brian Stoller was sleeping, his front lawn was stolen. It was no small feat to make off with about 30 feet of artificial turf from outside Stoller's Studio City townhouse early Wednesday morning. It was clearly the work of professional yard bandits, he said. This is crazy. Do you think... Do you, I? I I don't, he says, if the average person came by and tried to pull it up, you couldn't pull it up. You'd probably need some tools and you'd probably need to really get under there and have people pull, said Stoller, an independent (laughs) filmmaker. (laughs) Stoller had to do a double take when he stepped outside his front door to walk his dog and saw a strip of bare earth. Another section of the lawn was lifted up, but the thieves apparently gave up mid-steal and left the turf bundled up like a crumbled green carpet, said Stoller, who estimates the total loss at about $2,000. Now, the LAPD says they have not received any information regarding an increase in artificial lawn theft. <laughs> is is this a is this a setup for a movie he's trying to do? This like this rocks. I think it was probably a professional job. Stoller said, and they probably had a van because I don't know how else they would have done it. Stoller, whose film work includes the 2004 parody movie Miss Castaway, which includes a cameo from singer Michael Jackson. Posted about his lawn situation on the hyper-local social media app next door. Lawn stolen last night. <laughs> if you have an artificial turf lawn, be on the lookout. My lawn was stolen. Stoller wrote, aware of how ridiculous his post sounded when he read it out loud. Uh-huh. So the saying is, if it's not nailed down, they'll steal it. Well, even if it's nailed down, they'll steal it. <laughs> this guy's in his fucking bag. <laughs> this is like <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to him. He's loving it. He says he wanted the neighbors to know that if they spot his pilfered lawn, they could tell him. But he thought the post would get little traction and was instead just a good outlet for his frustration. But 150 comments later, 
including a handful of lawn jokes, he realized that people dug his story. It's a turf war, someone commented. It takes a real sod to do something like this. <sighs> Another person asked the most obvious question. Are you sure you didn't have a yard sale over the weekend that you forgot about? Mm-hmm. Uh, others were a bit less sympathetic and took issue with the fact that Stoller's yard was artificial. I'd say consider it as a good deed, someone wrote, saving you from exposure to cancer-causing forever chemicals produced by artificial turf. Yeah, that's probably right. Oh, <laughs> others chimed in to say it could have been eco-warriors trying to save the earth from the plastic lawn. That ought to do it. Everybody's having fun on here. Yeah. His security cameras didn't clearly catch the thieves, but the surveillance video showed his lawn being lifted off the ground. <laughs> he did not file a police report, he said, because he's concerned about the hit his insurance premium will take. So he's taking the loss on the chin. I did call the police and kind of joked if they can put an all points bulletin for my front lawn. They came by and shot me in the head. Stole we yeah, we don't we don't do that, sir. This is the response. Uh, we're actually like a big gang. Like we don't care about. <laughs> We wouldn't care about this if it was real, and also it's probably not, so we definitely don't care about it. Um, this is very weird. I, I don't know how we that missed this happening funny. at the time. The same month we talked about this guy's, whatever the Kickstarter was. I don't know. Is the Kickstarter related in some way? It wasn't. It had nothing to do with his. He didn't even mention his lawn in the Kickstarter. Well, I would think he would say, like, I'm signing a bunch of books. By the way, somebody stole... Like a piece, not my whole lawn, but like some of the lawn that it was in my, some of my front yard is gone, by the way. And that helps to go with, or some of this helps for that, you know? Oh, this is old. He sued the uh, distributors of First Dog for stealing the profits. Right. From First Dog. Yeah. <laughs> the profits from the film First Dog. The suit charges that First Dog got straight lined which means it was sold as part of a package of movies with each film being given the same value when it came time to account for the back end on the movies. Such a practice potentially allows distributors to undercut the true value of the more prized films in a package. Like First Dog. Like First Dog. Okay. Now listen, I know that, I know <laughs> that Hollywood accounting is sort of like infamously, you know, <laughs> Like basically a criminal enterprise, right? The way they do, they fudge the number yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. You know, set up shell companies to make it look like they took a loss on marketing or something. They really didn't. You know, I understand that, but uh, I don't think there was a, <clears throat> there probably wasn't a ton. Yeah. <laughs> probably didn't lose a lot there. Yeah. I think you, uh, first talk. you did okay. I think, you know what? You got to make your movie. And at some point you got to just be thankful. You got to make first dog and it's out there and nobody can take that away from you. <laughs> Except for like a lawn, a lawn thief, I guess maybe. Um, anyways, interesting. I don't know. We'll we'll keep an eye out for this guy's future Kickstarters and any lawns that might show up. Um, we gotta, we got to take a break now, Mike. Um, we got the six pack coming up, so let's go. Let's go stretch them out. Let's go take a pee. Anybody want to take a pee? Dan, you want to take a pee? No, I'd like a cigarette though. Okay. Well, no, bleep that out. We don't want to. We don't want to pr pr promote that on the show. Let's promote peeing instead. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Just say you need to go pee. Okay, I gotta take a piss. Bye. Bye. Okay. This episode of YK is sponsored by Hello Fresh, Mike. A crazy. We were just talking about your schedule before we got started. Mm -hmm. A crazy schedule can make it easy 
to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. And let me just st let me just crinkle this bag. <laughs> what is that? Nothing. It's, not, it's nothing. It's not oh, my dinnertime rut. Oh, that must be the rut. new bag from the HelloFresh meal you just got. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know That's they were right. sending yep. them in bags like that. It's interesting. Yep. There's a lot of them in my car. A lot of these little bags <laughs> that just kind of ball up. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. And it's that season. It's that season, Mike, where we're starting to think about ingredients a little bit more, aren't we? That's right. It's the season of ingredients, JF. And HelloFresh is here to help with uh, so many in-season ingredients. It'll make your head spin. You'll taste Whoa. all the fresh <laughs> freshness of fall and every bite of HelloFresh's chef chef crafted recipes mm -hmm. jf produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness you can taste it's so true uh recently i had some produce travel right to my door a guy a guy was on horseback and he had the produce next to him and he was oh, riding dear. along with it yeah oh, oh yeah. dear yeah yeah and he actually started to cook it a little bit as well uh, while it was on the horse <laughs> and then he threw it at me what what on earth what but in that's, the world that's service and that's hello fresh uh, even though the fall can feel jam-packed, emphasis on jam, HelloFresh makes whipping up, uh, emphasis on whipping, <laughs> up a home-cooked dinner actually doable with quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals. That's less time than it takes to get delivery. That's true. I, I had delivery the other day. Yeah. I got some delivery the other day. Oh, yeah. I, oh, brother, here we go. Yeah, listen, listen to this. I already this. know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> you are not going to believe this. I, I, looked, I looked at my app. I use the app. I use the app for delivery. Mm. I looked down at the app. I said, oh, I said, oh, phone. I said, oh, phone. How long will it be until I'm supping on some delights? Mm -hmm. and, my, and my phone said, my, I looked down at my phone and said, your order will arrive at the heat, the heat death of the universe. I yeah. said, I said, I said you know. The end of eternity. Yeah, when the sands when the sands finally stop falling from the universal hourglass, I'm sitting here going, you know what, brother? I was looking for. I wanted some. It was lunch. It was lunch. So mm -hmm. I was hoping for a lunch, and it's like it's not even going to be dinner time by that point. Well, those th days are days of the past, JF. <laughs> with <laughs> oh, with HelloFresh, they really are, Mike. It saves me time. I'm not wasting time looking at my phone and screaming at an app for uh, to ask them when my chicken tenders are going to show up. I love when HelloFresh sends me something new and I can keep the recipe and I can keep making it over and over again. I just did this last night. They have a great pork tenderloin recipe with a fig. Uh, it's like a honey fig jam that you put on top with the roasted carrots and the potatoes. They've introduced so many new dishes into our world this and is, I, I'm loving them. I am loving HelloFresh at all respect. Mm -hmm. HelloFresh and all the guys over there. Uh, but... Uh, I feel like they really slipped up on these recipe cards in the meal kit. I'll just make it myself next time. But that's between you and me. Keep that under your hat. Should, don't you feel like they should send a guy over who kind of like Collects jostles the, card. the cards? Here for your cards, sir. I'm the card yeah. man. To make sure you don't make this again on your own and become self-sufficient. Doing the doing the men in black like <laughs> thing on you so you don't remember to make the honey fig jam. <laughs> um, I'm I'm leaving tattoos all over myself so I can remember how to make honey fig jam because that's the that's how good it is. It's twenty five minutes three fifty. Twenty five minutes three fifty, <laughs> like all over your arm. What could this mean? I'm climbing in the oven. <laughs> oh boy, go to HelloFresh for yourself. Grab some delicious new recipes with fall flavors galore and make them to your heart's content. Try it out for yourself at HelloFresh.com/slash five zero. Your Kickstarter sucks and use the code. 
five zero your Kickstarter sucks for fifty percent off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash fifty your Kickstarter sucks with the code fifty your Kickstarter sucks for fifty percent off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Six pack time. Mike, it's time for the six pack. And now that I can see you have clearly swallowed all of the beverage that you had in your mouth, <laughs> I'm going to say it's time for you to go first. JF. Yeah, buddy. JF. Yeah. It's the Lung Master. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe freely, live fully, anytime companion. Unlock your potential through optimal breathing. It's the Lung Master. How is, how is your breathing? How's your breathing going? Good? Yeah, it's going all right. I think I breathe okay. Okay. So you're taking okay breaths. Um, you're <laughs> you're exhaling some of the stuff that your body doesn't need, and you're keeping the stuff that your body does need inside, whatever that is. Yeah. You ever forget to, like, breathe in and out and stuff? <laughs> I don't... I think you literally can't. I think that's, like, part of it is that you're, you actually cannot... <gasps> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's one of those things. Thank God that's one of those ones that your body just kind of takes care of. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that would be a... I don't need another thing to be stressed out about. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to be, beat my own heart. I have to beat my own heart every <laughs> however many times. I mean, that's a total fucking nightmare. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> what's, what, Operating what's next? your body is like driving one of those old cars from like the 1800s or something where... Yeah. You got a fucking bunch of gear shifters and shit. <laughs> I got Jay Leno in here, like, making sure my toenails know how to grow. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so, pal. The Lung Master helps you train your respiratory system and improves your lung capacity. All it takes is five to ten minutes a day mm -hmm. to get strong breath. Now, I know magic breath is something we all want. I didn't know that strong breath would be something you need, too. But if you're drinking that, if you're drinking that magic breath, drink if you're drinking breath what do they call it breath what Ma magic magic if, breath if you're drinking breath drink and sucking on your lung master you're gonna be pretty unstoppable out and there the in the field. and you're doing the jaws or sizer oh fuck <laughs> you're gonna be fucking ripped my head game goes crazy now thanks to all of these <laughs> implements <laughs> let me eat your pussy <laughs> i'm gonna suck you off <laughs> um it kind of looks like doesn't it look? I mean, it looks like a scuba thing, right? Because it's like a it's a it mouthpiece. Maybe what it, this is the Star Wars thing where they. Oh yeah, it is. Qui Gon puts it in his mouth and then dives down to the Gungan that's City. That's exactly what this is. That's what it is. <laughs> Man, that's so cool. Um, it is designed in the USA. It does. It doesn't say here that it was designed on um N Naboo. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, SpongeBob, I think all the people can come down here because they got... <laughs> Whatever. Breathing is vital to living. That's right. Yes. Introduce. Yes. I hate, I hate doing this show. Bro. <laughs> That's so important. You, you have to introduce the t topic sentence, yeah, right? It's true. Yeah. That's what they teach you. <laughs> Breathing is vital to living, but most of us take it for granted. The second sentence. How's the second sentence? Even worse. <laughs> the first line. You were just saying that. You were just saying that people take breathing for granted. How can we train our respiratory system and improve lung capacity? Introducing the Lung Master. The Lung Master is like a gym for breathing. 
It trains your lungs and respiratory system. Mike, you don't need this at all. The way you chug down that water, did you See even that breathe? Water shark. That was insane. <sighs> <laughs> A whole um, sippy cup. That was amazing, dude. Um, you didn't even spill your Cheerios either. I know you have that <laughs> special bowl where it doesn't spill, but still. Um, so you can increase your oxygen intake. So you've got people here like working out with it in their mouths, which I can tell you right now that ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I find that working out actually does this stuff already. Yeah, you breathe more you just, harder. You breathe more. Yeah, you breathe harder. There's more oxygen going. You know. So I would say if your if your goal is like I want to do some I want to do some working out and get my lungs to go better. I think just stick with that. I don't think you have to put the mouthpiece in and do the whole. You know, but you don't have to track your breath, nothing, nothing like that. You don't have to look. I mean, this looks what really does goofy. It do <laughs> oh no. To take deeper breaths, it teaches you to push the diaphragm. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting in your chair, just sitting in your chair. It looks worse when you're just sitting down and doing it than it does when you. At least if you're working out, you're like, oh, they've got some kind of problem where they need the thing. But she's just sitting there, you know. Down and breathe through your belly rather than your chest. Best of all, the lung mass. She's vacuuming. Develop this optimal breathing style in any situation. So whether you're at work, at home, or ah man, the night. you walk in your boss's office to ask him a question, and he's got one of these in his yeah. mouth, reading like a book about how to be a better boss or something. This is it is it looks like a gigantic pacifier that you would have. It does. It looks like a pill bottle. Yeah, you you are a baby if you have this in your mouth. You you instantly go, but you can't talk, right? You can't talk yeah. with this in your mouth. So it you'll, trains you to use your diaphragm rather than your chest. It says, I don't know. You'll notice right away that you have to breathe differently than you're used to doing in order to get the air to flow properly. This means it's working. As you can adjust to this new style of breathing, you'll feel how your diaphragm is being pushed down, and you'll notice that your breathing feels like it's coming from your belly. Mm. That's and that's good. Okay. I I even would buy that like breathing exercises on their own are good. I I would even believe that. Sure, why not? Let's you know, let's get better at breathing. I just think you don't have to have like a hose pipe in your mouth to yeah, to do it. I I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, the video could not look any dumber. It really could. All of the applications <laughs> for this are so Wait, did they put a little? T- they put a little strap on this, literally Got like a, little, a pacifier would. Little lanyard on it, yeah. So you don't. So lose you never. It. Come on, man. Yeah. She's wearing it around her neck while she goes out of the house. This is what a baby does. This is a passy. Yeah. This is a passy. This is the tennis ball for the dog from last week. Oh man. It's made by Lungmaster LLC, an Omaha-based company dedicated to enhancing the health and well-being of individuals worldwide. Or manufacturing the Lung Master, a patented revolutionary breathing device uh, that helps mm. you improve your respiratory system. This lady is sitting in bed with the Lung Master in her mouth, and the book she's reading is 10% happier. <laughs> About 60. <laughs> I don't think that's going to cut it. You can develop a mindful, relaxing breathing technique. The Lung Master is a small, light, hands free device. It won't cause jaw fatigue, and its durable valve will last a lifetime. With independent inhale and exhale resistance, you gain full control of your breathing. You'll feel more relaxed, improve your brain function, and get more out of every breath. The Lung Master, a fast, easy way to better breathing and better living. Try it today. You know what I would try this? I would try this if I saw 
LeBron James doing it. Oh, yeah. Or like uh, one of those guys, you know? Wouldn't try it if it was on a Kickstarter website. Yeah, that's uh, a tough some, sell. Some dude doing yoga or something. Yeah, Good like athletes. If, if LeBron pops this, the Lungmaster in before he gets in like a cold tub. Yeah. You kind of start to think, <laughs> damn, Maybe there's something to it because he has the money yeah. to hire the guys to, to tell them the right things to do. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron gets on there and he goes, hey, listen, I eat a pound of shrimp a day and I always use my Lungmaster. I'm like, I'm headed out. Yeah, I headed to the fish store. <laughs> I'm going to the fucking fish store, my guy. <laughs> I need to look like him. I need his life. <laughs> um, 1062 bucks of $1,000, 22 backers 56 days ago. I don't know. This, I, I, I guess I wish I knew... Like you, you don't even get the you don't even get the story of like I you know I was a um, I was a respiratory specialist you know and I found that my patients were having a hard time with what what are you looking at Sorry I'm I'm laughing you can't hear it anymore but they're doing weed whacking outside <laughs> <laughs> It's very funny to be to hear how loud it is and you can't hear it I don't think the listener could hear it ever but it's very funny to me because it's it feels almost too perfect at this point that it would be there, right? You're, yeah, yeah. He's oh, he's really whipping it up it's out so there. So good, yeah. <laughs> your your weeds, your weeds are going straight to hell. That's cool. Um, yeah, the lungmaster. We switched recordings to like eight at night, and then we press record it instantly outside. <laughs> I hear. Um, <laughs> 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 lungmaster. Okay, uh, that's that's weird. What well, I don't know what that is. Now here's now here's one I actually do understand why someone would create, but I do think is dumber even than the Lungmaster. Now, curiously, this one has a project we love designation. Not a lot of these end up in the six pack, Mike. Most of the ones in the six pack, you can attest, are just uh, run of the mill crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But occasionally, one of these will sneak through where we're seeing it a little bit differently than the folks over at Kickstarter. <laughs> are seeing it. Uh, and that is true with this one. This is the iPup P and I want to emphasize what I am saying so that you hear it clearly. This is the I pup P. Okay. The ultimate potty training device for dogs. So it's puppy, but it's also pup P because the dog has to go P and it's a puppy mm-hmm. equals dog. Train your dog to text you. Train your dog to text you, train <laughs> your dog to text you. iPupP is the groundbreaking solution for dog owners making, quote, I wish my dog could talk a reality. P. So, <laughs> P. P. <laughs> um, have, you, have you seen the things, I know I've talked about it before, the, the things on TikTok primarily where the dog has the big mat that they can so-called yeah, yeah, communicate yeah. with, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was such disdain. <laughs> I... <laughs> don't think a dog is as smart as a human being. Thank you very much. <laughs> they have the, they have the big mats and it's not even for stuff like outside. It's like, I would like to go outside, but it's raining and it's my cocoa. tummy's it's a little. Cocoa. It's like <laughs> sad girl ball. Right. You're yeah. sad. Uh, you want the ball <laughs> from, from a girl. Yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> treat scared. <laughs> That's what it is, but but I pup pee takes a different tack. Like the other day, my wife asked me, she's like, "You think you know we got an old dog?" She's like, "You think he would? You think he's smart enough that he could like we could get a bell rigged up and he could go like go tap the bell when he wants to go outside?" You know? Yeah. Because he really only wants to go outside when he has to pee. He's not I like think, hanging out, out there, you, you know. I think you can 
uh, teach old dogs new tricks. I think that that's a saying. You can, isn't that the saying? You can teach an old you, dog. I think it's trick. you definitely can. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I know. I think he's smart enough, and I think that's like a that's like an easy enough one to one association of like ring bell door opens. Like that's easy. I think a dog yeah. would eventually get that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and I and and I think that the eye puppy just maybe aims like a little bit because that's what I thought it was. I thought it was just there's a little thing they can go over and tap and then it I thought like, that that's what it was too but it's it's actually not, a little bit not. more like you can you can talk tell me if I'm deploying this word correctly isn't there something called skeuomorphic design where the the thing oh, that yeah. it the thing that it looks like is supposed to inform what it's supposed to do yeah, also yeah. so like the design of the the button that the dog pushes is a dog's foot which, <laughs> Which I don't think, like, from the dog's perspective, I don't think really... Hey, that matches up. <laughs> look, at his, look at his hand. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't think the dog needs that to tap. You know, that's just for you, I guess. Um, but it, it says it gives your dog a voice and lets them tell you when they need to go out. Okay. When it, with its 24-7 live video feed, two-way speaker, okay, an easy-to-use paw-shaped button, you'll never miss a moment, or... A bathroom break. Capture every second with our 24-7 live video feed. Um, you can log into the app anytime <laughs> you want and check in on your furry friend. Now, this is not one of those things where it like shoots a treat out and they walk over to it. This looks like the camera... Is the camera in the button? Yeah, it it's in the raised portion of the button, I guess. But it's... Look, it's but like it's right... In it's the at the bottom. bottom. Of the, doesn't really make sense. You can but see they show the toenail. preview of it. If you scroll up, they show the preview of it coming from like the top of it. Yeah, doesn't but it doesn't make sense. So is that mounted on the wall I then? That in this, oh yeah, maybe. But then it would be towards the ground. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. I don't. Uh, I don't see how what they're showing does what they're saying that it does. Um. So basically, the dog goes over and he taps the button, and then you get a notification on your phone that says it might say motion alert, and then it also might say a new. It's well, it says new calling. I don't know. So there, the dog can call you from the thing and they can do a video call and then you can pick up your phone and then immediately be connected with your dog's toenail on the floor and talk to it <laughs> wherever you are um it's a live so as opposed to the now i was talking about the doorbells it says well this is a live video stream it's got a two-way audio speaker and your dog can send notifications to your phone app and this is what this is maybe just what i don't totally get about this product is well, let me, I'll show you the video and I'll pause it during this. Okay. The relevant. This is strange. Do you ever wish that your dog could text you? <laughs> a, I, a million no. percent no. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm they, eating my own ass on the couch. <laughs> All right. See you later. I'm at work. I'm literally, you know what? I'm literally not even at work yet. <laughs> like I'm pulling out of the driveway. <laughs> now you can. Introducing iPuppy. With iPuppy, you can work from home and not have to worry about checking in on your dog throughout the day. What do you mean? You can work from home and not have to worry about checking in with your dog throughout... <laughs> Wait, what is the... I'm sorry. What is the advantage of working from home if you are still, like, you're giving your dog in the other... Like, what, your dog can't be in the room? <laughs> what is the... What are you doing? En enabling you to be a worse dog parent. That is so weird to me. If you're already at home, let the dog be in the... Or leave the door open. What? <laughs> 
puck. Puppy is the smart button that gives your dog a voice and lets them tell you when they need to go out. With its easy to use paw shape button. Or by the way, just whenever they want attention is what I would. <laughs> You've clearly set this up where the only time, even when you're home, the only time that the dog can get your attention is when they go push the puppy button, right? <laughs> yeah. And 24-7 live video feed. You'll never miss a moment or a bathroom break. So is it for recording moments or is it for letting them go to the bathroom? Because I don't need every moment that they have to go to the bathroom. Maybe you can enable the recording and disable it. Yeah, and then so then what do you have? You've just got a, you've got the dog texting button. Texting you, yeah. Whether you are working remote, running afternoon errands, or out for a night on it's the... It's got a two-way speaker in it. Yeah, so you, you can talk to your dog. So you can talk, and do, yeah, and to what end? Well, he's already texting, so... This, this this could have been a text <laughs> yeah i don't this is this is the part that bothers me so whether you're you can be out on the you can be out on the town and or you could also be at work not remotely you can be in the office and then your dog texts you and says i have to go take a shit what what is your <laughs> what's your move from there can you be texting back can you hold it <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I think I think the only time this is good is if your dog goes and rings the bell and you're at home and you go let them out. And yeah. I, I, I can't speak to everybody's situation. Everybody presumably has some kind of setup where if you're used to leaving the house with your dog, you have some kind of agreement on like what's going to happen while you're gone, right? Either yeah, yeah. someone's going to come over and let them out. You're going to come home on lunch break, right? Or they have like a pee pad, God forbid, in the corner or they go take a Your elderly chihuahua goes and pisses <laughs> on the paper in the corner or whatever the fuck. Or they just hold it because it's like, well, it's like seven yeah. hours, you know, I don't know. Do your best. Um, there's some kind of a, it exists pre-existing arrangement here. I don't think any of it is predicated on the idea that as soon as my dog has to take a shit, I rush home to let them out. <laughs> You're not doing that, are you? I don't, I don't think that's what's... I don't know what that's... I don't know who the target audience is for this. I don't Work from home it. guys, but, but also guys who don't look at their dog. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> look at the dog. the dog will like look at you when it has to go out. You know? Right. Right, or you just do it intermittently, and you're like walking yeah. him, and like taking him for a walk, whatever. But this guy's just this dog is just sitting sadly at the button, looking at the button. That is heartbreaking. <laughs> that awful. He thinks his master is in there. <laughs> Come out, get out of there. Rest <laughs> assured, your pup will be able to take care of their business when they need to. No, they won't, because I'm not home, yeah. so I can't. Puppy app. You can set it up so your neighbors, dog walkers, or I pup pee. Or maybe, name. or they have like a doggy door, right? Other people have doggy doors. They, I don't have this, but some people have the doggy door they can go in and out of, right? That's another solution yeah. to this problem. But setting it up where your neighbor gets a text when your dog has to take a shit uh. is like the most <laughs> insane smart home innovation yeah. I've ever, you know what I mean? There's all kinds of stuff like, oh, I get a beep on my phone if my water heater like leaks uh, into the pan and then I can mm. remotely shut it off. Like all this like one in a million use case things, I guess, yeah. whatever. But this one, this one where my neighbor's like, oh, great. I got to fucking, I got to walk over there. The dog, the dog either has to piss or shit or is bored or like fell on the <laughs> thing. Fell on. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Anyone else you choose receives the notification when your dog presses the button. They'll get a notification on the app to come let your dog out for a much needed walk, ensuring your pup's comfort and well-being, even when you're not around puppy train your dog to let you know when it's time to go 
Oh, just another world. I don't know. 59.82 of 5K, 46 backers, 27 days to go. This is now seven reasons the iPup P is a must-have. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number, number one, capture every second with our 24-7 live video feed. Okay, now you can clearly see the dog's snoot that needs to be booped here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, talk to your pup anytime, anywhere with our two-way speaker. Now you know that sounds good. You know that sounds good. They all... <laughs> it's also, you ever try to talk to somebody through the wise cam yeah. microphone? Yeah. Like you're talking and then it takes like two seconds to, and you hear the echo or whatever from downstairs. Brutal. <laughs> talk to the cat, try to mess with the cat and <laughs> you're just freaking the cat out. It's like sounds like the sounds from hell or something to the cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> communication made simple with our easy pressable paw shaped button. Okay, that's number three. I don't know if that really is. That seems just like the whole thing. That doesn't seem like part of a list. Number four, train your dog like a pro with our digital and video training manual. Um, so I guess this guy, Brian Gagye, Gaggy, sorry, I don't know how to say it. Um, he is going to tell you how to use the dog button. Okay. All right. There's number four. Number five is enjoy a stronger bond with your pet. Every time your dog don't do what we want, you hit him in the head. What is that? <laughs> Worst guy ever on there. Number six, you can share the responsibility with your neighbor or dog walker. Okay. Now, I would think that the business of dog walking is that they just walk. They just have a key to your house and come in. They come in on their schedule, right? Like, you you know they're not like your indentured Wait, servants, right? They're not driving right? around outside your place waiting for your dog to yeah. step on a button. They're not, like, they're not like a cop, like, backed into an alley somewhere to see if a dog <laughs> nearby needs to go piss. They just come and walk the dog at, like, 1245, you know? Um... Seven, you can take iPupP on adventures with your furry friend. So now the button to let your dog out can also go with you on vacation, which presumably the dog will totally understand the relationship between the button yeah. and the new place that they're in for <laughs> one week before they go back. What do they think is going to happen? Maybe I just don't have enough confidence in like the dog. The button was over here in the old house, and now it's... <laughs> I'm just going to shit over here. <laughs> Um, now it does, it does say that, um, it says like all invention, like all great inventions, by the way, this is a bummer. I P was inspired by greatness. I P was created by the co-founder Mark Condon in memory of his boy Mark champ. Condom. I know. No, I'm just playing. Sorry. But his dog that died. Sucks. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace to champ. Um, so <laughs> this is because. This is because Champ. Oh, don't, stop, don't keep reading. This it's is because Champ had to story. Champ had to go to the bathroom. It couldn't go outside, so he pushed the button. <laughs> Champ pushed the button. So really, it is an older dog that learned a new trick to push the button to go outside. That's and, cute. Now that's very cool. I guess I would say you probably didn't need the like the web server to send the text to the phone at that. Maybe you could just. Maybe you could have just yeah. stuck with the belt. You know what? I don't know. Sit beside the dog, maybe for a sit, while. I mean, sit beside your hospice care dog. Basically, yeah. is what we're you know. <laughs> I rigged this up. Yeah, I spent I spent six months rigging this up. <laughs> now, now to go hug my dog. Ah, what the? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyways, I pup pee. Not great. Not great. I I wish there were an easier way, Mike, to talk to animals. Maybe that'll come up later in the show. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. But I do wish there was maybe another, uh, there was a button that did something else. Oh, buddy, urine, luck. This is the daily dad jokes button, urine from the puppy. Be the dad joke hero you were destined to be. Uh, help us spread laughs. 
help us spread the laughs and groans. This now, is a, this is a button. Yeah. This is a button that you push. It gives you a daily dad joke. This 500 is, of them. This one is wild to me. I, first, I guess there was a sale on buttons. I don't know what happened. <laughs> this month, there must have been something on buttons that everybody got. Um, now, this is an Australian project, and the quality of the filming, the quality of the video and the sound, I think, is a little poor. You're going to have a hard time making out what the dad jokes are. So let's just try together to see if we can understand what okay. the dad jokes are. I don't. I'm you not. Bury him, marry him. Elements of the periodic table. Something about periodic table. Yeah, bury him. I know is an element, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I really hate plugs about elements. Erigi plugs. Erigi. Erigi plugs. Is that? I really hate plugs about elements in the periodic table. I really. Sh- I'm really. I'm really something about period. Okay. I. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm really. I'm really. Hang on. I'm really. I really hate puns about uh, elements in the periodic. I really hate puns about okay. elements in the periodic table. Uh, we really should bury them. Okay. That sucked, man. That sucked really bad. <laughs> having to, uh-huh. having to decipher what I was. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess it's supposed to be like. Well, so the Seinfeld baseline, the generic mm-hmm. Seinfeld baseline over the top of it is interesting to me because I don't think that whatever you think of Seinfeld's stand-up routines, it wasn't that. It yeah. wasn't just like pun. Was it? I don't no, remember it being that. No. It was more, isn't he like the quintessential observational comedian? Isn't that sort of what? <laughs> I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I, now does the, does is that song coming from the button like Laughter, or is the song uh, uh, from the video? Yeah, I, don't, I think the song is on the video, which is if you make a video and where you're supposed to be listening to something, don't put some music over top of it. Yeah, a little to drown there. it out. Yeah. Even dogs love it. This now this is a dog. This, this is, this is a cute here. dog. This is a cute dog. Adorable dog. Yeah. A wiener dog. Yeah. And the dog has the button in front of him, um, and he doesn't really know what to make of it because, you know, it does take a while to teach a dog how to push a button. Okay, there's a paw on it. There's a guy's face on it, so he doesn't. He's confused. <laughs> he's trying to put his face on it because he does recognize that it's a face, but he doesn't really. <laughs> I wanted to find the meaning of life, so I looked it up in the dictionary. Ah, did you Ugh. did you hear yeah, that one? I did. Yeah. So he's making a video where he's making the dog push the button, uh, and it says, "I wanted to what was it? I wanted to know the meaning of life." So I, I want, looked yeah. it up in the dictionary. Yeah, Very funny. Very funny, sir. They do have early bird discounts on this, Mike. Now, this is from Classic oh. Studios. Classic with a K Studios says, We produce the popular Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Wow. And Daily, I, did you look this up yet? I have not. I did not know that this was. DailyDadJokesPodcast.com. Yeah. 
They also do daily shower thoughts. They do the daily business and finance show, Daily Facts. Want to get smarter in less than 10 minutes? Check the Daily Facts podcast, okay? <laughs> you get a shirt. You can get shirts of there. They have merch. Dad Joke University in the college font. Class of 2023. Um, oh, wow. Oh, shit. Okay. Daily dad jokes with the 50s clip art of a guy drinking beer. That It would be yeah. on a sign. It actually was on a fucking sign, I think. I went down to the street to this bar. Yeah. The other day. And yeah. um, <laughs> they had the signs. They had this stupid fucking sign. It's a Trump fucking place. I was on the end by the cash register and I was just having some beers and like um, this guy walked up and like started to pay for his like meal. He's an old guy. Mm-hmm. I saw him out the corner of my eye. I was like, man, I wish I could like surreptitiously like pay for his because he's like an old guy, you know, he's in yeah. there by himself. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like his fucking wife probably passed away or something. So he's you basically there. saw the guy who you hope to be. So <laughs> he's, he's the in there by himself fucking uh, looking all sad or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, they were like, all right, here's your total. It was $18 or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I look I look up. And he's wearing a, a Joe Brandon shirt. And I was like, ah. you fucker. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit. You ruined my fantasy. <laughs> made, me fucking, made me fucking be nice to you. <laughs> mentally, not literally, but yeah, <laughs> mentally I kind of. Uh, so That's I beat funny. the shit out of him. That's cool. I, oh, I saw that in the news. I saw, I saw that. Took him behind the place and just beat the shit out of him with yeah, the firearm. Yeah, I think I think the headline was a sick, frail, elderly man who had recently borrowed his son's ball cap is beaten mm-hmm. near to slammed death. Just slammed his head in the door of his car. <laughs> 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 the Daily Dad jokes. Yeah, Classic Studios also has a daily quiz show. This podcast will make you sleep. Um, the Wikipedia featured article of the day. Is this? Is this? What is this? Is this segments from it? No, this is cl- these are all different podcasts from Classic Studios. Oh, wow. Uh, this New York weather forecast is a joke. Daily life pro tips, word of the day, a daily dose of history, the most influential people in history, the daily poem, song lyric meanings, Bible verses for business owners, the bucket list show, number of the day. Okay, and these, that's all of these, them. These episodes are like four minutes long. I'm going to play one real quick. Yeah. Four minutes. Let's, let's see how this sounds. It's Ellie Kemper, co-host of the podcast Born to Love, with some straight talk for Walmart shoppers. Walmart is the place to go for savings. And now you can save even more. Straight talk for random unlimited wireless plans. You'll get unlimited 5G data and a free Walmart plan. This shit sped up, too. Yo, yo, they put an ad on a four-minute <laughs> podcast episode? Come on now. Includes free delivery from your local Walmart store, saving <laughs> yeah, it, it is, plus it is. so much more. Not to mention my new nickname, Savy McSaver Cash. Switch or learn more today. Walmart or straighttalk.com. <laughs> Requires active service. One offer per eligible straight talk account. Right, Standard data usage applies. For here plus $35 order minimum for free delivery. Restrictions apply. Paramount Jesus Paramount. fucking Jesus Christ. Fuck. Oh my God. Yeah, here we go. Oh, Why is the Mona Lisa smiling? She's in Louvre. Is is this is this AI? Why was the man smiling after the farmer gave him a chicken? Because he was pheasantly supplied. Okay, so this goes on for another. You know what I thought? I, I, four minutes. I, I did at least think it would be a couple of guys going like, "All right, right? Now, now check right? this out." You know, no, it's like a totally uh, AI thing or something. That's really funny. So wait, so the people that they have on here as hosts of the show are they not real? 
let's see. So they have maybe they have different uh because on number of the episodes, number of the day, yeah. it says number of the day is hosted by Montgomery Jones and Amalia Dupre. So presumably they would be This says Mark Yaffe. Are these just uh let me see here real quick. I mean this is on the Daily Dad Jones podcast webpage. So they have uh this that latest one that was just jokes. Yeah. Um for October 7th. But the one before that was Mark Yaffe, comedian and father with an exclusive stand-up routine. And then after that, Stephen King has a son named Joe. Uh-huh. Plus 22 more dad jokes. And then I guess I guess maybe they have maybe that one guy they took something from his set and put it on there, but then the rest of this. this. What is this? It's Ellie Kemper from the podcast oh, Born to Live. <laughs> This bait ends, which generates surprise and amusement because we're led down one path only for the punchline to reveal an entirely different They're interpretation. It, dude. Some people call the toilet the John. I call mine the gym. That way, I can proudly like boast about spending two hours a day in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Who's listening to this? I, I, we are. Well. Listen to the this. humor in this joke is rooted in clever misdirection and puns. The term John is commonly used slang for a toilet, but the speaker subverts this by instead referring wow. to the toilet as Jim. Isn't that crazy? And so, so these, these are, yeah, these are not real people. So I searched the hosts, um, Amalia Dupre and Montgomery Jones. They only come up in relation to these podcasts on classic studios. The daily dad jokes podcast, um, is supposed to be, uh, let's see, host. Oh crap! I had the host right here, and then I was I was able to look it up. There's a YouTube channel for the Daily Dad Jokes podcast, and it's just it's only animated, like it's just the AI animation of the guy, yeah, and all of the jokes is, come from Reddit. So they take they scrape the stuff from Reddit. So weird, dude. This is probably making somebody like four thousand a month. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, some somehow. weird. Like, if you ever see the things on Spotify where the guy's like, yeah, I pay for listeners and I still make a million dollars a year off of Spotify's yeah. algorithm. And I'm not going to tell you how I do it. And I go like, well, I'll, you know. Okay, then then I don't care. <laughs> I, see, I see that shit all the time. Like, uh, these guys were like, I saw one the other day where it was like a guy was holding like a big stack of money. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. It's the one of the guys who sells like uh, courses or whatever the that fucking dumb shit is. Yeah. Holding a big stack of money. He's like, I made all this money. And I'm not going to tell you how. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I got my own shit to worry about, motherfucker. The, that was truly the only reason I would ever stick around. <laughs> okay, it's because I yeah. wanted. I saw the money and I wanted it. That's why. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to get this. Okay. <laughs> all right. You're a prerogative, I guess. Very weird. You know, I, 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 at first I did feel like this was just some corny guys. I thought this was just some guy, yeah. But but yeah, but finding out that it's a computer is so fucking weird to me. That is weird. The voices, okay, they do say on the Kickstarter project at the bottom, the voices in the Daily Dad Jokes joke button is generated using an AI voice. The mm -hmm. podcast uses such technology. So it is just uh, all AI podcast with cribbed jokes from wherever. Yeah. Wow. Um, another risk is around logistics under their risks and challenges here. Sometimes packages go missing or sent to the incorrect address or delayed or a Godzilla attack. <laughs> Silly. That would be tough if that happened. 338 of 1912 here. Uh, 14 backers. 25 days to go. That's the daily dad jokes. Joke button 
I guess if you if you have a if you have an idea for to put on a button, it, it seems like now is the now time to the strike. Time. <laughs> Fucking start looking for buttons. They're out there for you. Um. Anyway, halfway through the six pack, Mike. Let's take a break. I think we want to hear from Ellie Kemper and the, our friends over at Walmart. Or Walmart. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back in just a minute. <laughs> All right, we're back, Mike. I when I when when, when I was setting up this this uh, sheet here, I, I didn't know that. That we'd go from AI project to AI project. I didn't button project to button project, AI to AI. I didn't. This is not what I intended. I truly didn't realize Genius how you put this together like this. This is I, fucking brilliant. If they ever, if they ever have awards for podcasts, yeah, the the potties, <laughs> they they need to give this episode a reward. Yeah, for how good it is. Yeah, I don't. I somehow I don't think we'll be getting an award for this show. Um, <laughs> This one is called Artificial Intelligence TV Show. So we know that artificial intelligence can make a great podcast and a button you can push. Yeah. But can they make a TV show? That would be interesting to see. Uh, in fact, I think you can actually see this one on Twitch. It says this is live on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, I would say maybe this challenges conventions of what it means to be a live show. It's not what I would think of when I think of a live show, right? I think of like a performance happening contemporaneously with when I'm watching it. So this is one of those things like um, they did with the Simpsons, um, the steamed hams where they just repeated it over and over again. They made a machine learning um, animation or whatever. Yeah. Whatever happened with that? Did they stop doing that? I don't know. Is it still running? I don't know. I feel like I heard, I don't know if this is true. I feel like I heard someone say, Oh, it it turned Nazi like really fast. So they stopped doing it. (laughs) <laughs> Which I know that did happen with the Microsoft uh, yeah. bot, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's, and, uh, I don't know if that's Facebook, true. Facebook came out with the AI stickers that people were right having fun with, making pregnant Sonic and all that. Sure, sure. That's a lot of fun as well. Um, this one I don't think is Nazi yet. Uh, it is on kick, though, so I guess maybe just a matter of time. But Artificial Intelligence TV show, now this is developing the first original AI comedy show Called Animal Problems. That's probably not even true that it's the first original AI comedy TV yeah. show. Um, you know what? I'm, th- I'm almost thinking a lot of the stuff surrounding AI is maybe not true or just like slightly <laughs> dishonest here. Uh, this, this is created by Samuel Cole, whose picture is an AI-generated image of a fox in a business suit. It says they are the entrepreneur and designer CEO of Nightbreak LLC and Action AI Studios. Both of those, I think, are probably not real things. <laughs> any capacity yeah um they do have all of the socials here they even got a discord server if you want to go check out and talk to about animal problems here this is their youtube page which has a lot of the episodes of animal problems the uh the images are ai um this looks like donald duck in a trench coat with human hands um, oh man the sh- the the shorts so it has some ai animals in business suits or whatever anthropomorphic yeah Animal creatures, and they have some text over it. And this, the his anger went crazy. Is the first one. Mm-hmm. AI bear has has went too far. When will it stop? He yeah. wants all the smoke. He's too cold. So this is this is very interesting. You want you want to watch the thing. short for? Uh, he wants all he, the smoke. He wants all the smoke. Yeah. AI bear is done. Is what yeah. Let's see. I want to fight you. I'm not interested in any of that. Breaks the ice if somebody wants to fight. Well, looks like someone has to take up the challenge. I am not here for a fight. You two can go ahead without me. This is what 
Animal so, problems. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. So check it out. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I guess that was basically the bear saying, like, I want to fight. And then I think the duck was like, that, eh. is, that is cool. Who needs these writers, Hollywood writers? Seriously. Seriously. Um, it, This is the video that they... Now, this that was just a short. Now, this is the full show here. So this might mm -hmm. be a full episode. Let's check this out. What do you think of Minecraft? Let's first... Let's set the scene here. So okay. obviously, we're going to hear about Minecraft. Um, we've got a fox and a bear and a duck. They're all bipedal. They're all standing on their hind legs here in the middle of a street. Street Look looks like a uh, Animal Crossing type town. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like something like that. Yeah. And they're talking to each other on opposite uh, sides about, of the street. About Minecraft. About Minecraft, right. Okay. It's like virtual Lego. It's like virtual Lego with monsters. No way. So... Well, so now the fox says it's like virtual Lego, and the duck kind of follows up. Bobo the duck says, well, it's like virtual Lego with monsters? No way. So he's not heard of Minecraft. Yeah, he's blown um, away by this. That's going to be big for Bobo. Um, and the way that the camera moves around, like the switching camera, is kind of cool as well, because it like zooms out and then zooms all the way back in and turns slightly. Uh, to change. <laughs> And by the time it, it focuses on the character that's talking, the character is done... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, uh, camera seems to be AI as well, or something. Uh -huh. The, uh, um, I don't know. It's Let's... I mean, it's cool as far as like you know, like all that stuff is cool, I guess. Uh huh. <laughs> Which is to say, not very cool. Yeah, but it's right up there with the rest of them, though. Yeah. Yeah, there are creepers, zombies, and spiders all trying to hunt you down. That's like a natural disaster waiting to happen. Okay, so the now the bear, the bear is something of a Minecraft skeptic. It sounds like he's not too sure. I think the bear is maybe scared because I know the bear is too cold. Teo is the name of the bear. I know he's too cold. I know he's had it up to here, um, but he maybe doesn't want to play Minecraft with the fox and the duck. Why? Also, look at do you see the look at the AI generated um, street, street that they're turns. on? Yeah, with the turn signal indicating a right hand turn from the left lane. And from the left lane, come on. Come on, buddy. Disaster. More like a hilarious time. I can't wait to see what disasters I can create in this game. Now, you now so that's the duck. That's Bobo the duck. Now, Bobo the duck says disaster. He's a smart ass. I don't like him. I know. He's giving off bad vibes, but he said more like a hilarious time. He's a drug addict. <laughs> The duck, the duck thinks that it won't be a disaster at all to do Minecraft with monsters and spiders, but he says, I think it will be funny, but I also can't wait to see what disasters I can create in the game. So kind of walking back what he said about hilarious time, because um, he said it's not a disaster, but if I think maybe sometimes, you know, you get in the middle of a sentence, you forget that you said the opposite thing already, and you have yeah. to like go back a little it happens bit. happens a lot, yeah. It happens a lot, especially if you're on drugs like the duck is, so... Um, it says, is, yeah. He says, I wanted to make something unique, inspiring, and exciting. Something that would bring happiness to people during these challenging and difficult times. Then I came up with the idea of an artificial intelligence video system. A system where artificial intelligence would decide where the characters go, what they do, and what they say. Now, why would that be a video system? What would that be? I think because he set up a thing that uses OpenAI's open chat GPT to make fully automated conversations between the characters and uh, like render it in real time or something like that. Yeah. But 
wow, what a waste of time. Like all of this stuff is like, what a gigantic waste of time. We have hired a professional marketing team that will help us reach thousands of potential backers within 20 days. We will be starting their campaign on October 9th. Does it say here who they've, no, there's no collabs listed on this yet, but I guess it'll be a matter of time and then it'll be like kick, kick booster or whatever on here. Um, so they paid some guys to say, yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the email for you. (laughs) We'll put it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, artificial intelligence entertainment is the future. Soon all the things that we watch on TV and the video games that we play will have some sort of AI aspect working working in the background if they are not fully created by AI. My vision for Animal Problems is to create something like Adventure Time or Steven Universe, where each episode there has a plot created by AI and the characters will be able to solve whatever challenges they may face to overcome that plot and save the day. There is truly no end to the possibilities of this AI show, and we would be so happy and grateful to each and every one of you who decides to join us in this quest for more engaging and creative entertainment spun by the infinite and complex cerebrum of open AI's artificial intelligence. I guess this is probably, honestly, this is probably just like a kid. Um, yeah. But he's got to figure which, which something else. Which is why it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, big, I hope Big that- red stamp on it. I, I really do hope the kid figures, I hope all the kids figure something else out besides uh, this crap, you know? Yeah, yeah. A better use of your time might be, do you remember those things in the mall where you could go and you could put a coin in and it would spin around the thing yep. for a while and then fall on the bottom? Catch it real quick. Yep. Plus, I tried to join this guy's Discord and the invite is invalid. No, he didn't realize that there was a timer on the invite. Yeah, you have to set it to unlimited, buddy. What a dope. Uh, $1 <laughs> pledge of $4,600, one backer, 54 days to go. That's crap. Um, the only rewards on here, by the way, are 25 bucks for Patreon access, unre- early access to all of our unreleased episodes. Why would I want early access to unreleased <laughs> episodes? That's stupid. Um, Patreon access plus is 75 bucks. Um, that is early access to all of our unreleased episodes and live-streamed episodes that no one else can see. Gotta say. Yeah, that's that sucks. Seems pretty similar, uh, and it does massively suck ass. It's uh, stupid, um, and you're stupid. So that is uh, Artificial Intelligence TV show, Mike. The last one that you've got on here, I think, honestly, we could devote an entire episode to. That's how good it is. Um, let's talk about it. Susan Vaughn has a very unique ability and profession. She's an animal communicator, JF. She can literally speak with animals. Okay, like now she does that by like putting a button down in the living room or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the paw shape determines what the dog wants and stuff like that, right? This is totally wireless. <laughs> like the indigenous people of the Americas and Australia, she is bringing this ancient ability back to the mainstream. You know what I really don't care for in this whole project is. Is how yeah. many times that particular thing gets thrown around. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, that's why this is okay to do. I'm actually, I'm you don't, resuscitating. You don't, you, you don't like when old white ladies dabble in, <laughs> in mysticism? <laughs> you don't think that's cool? Ah, uh, perhaps, perhaps for thousands of years, people, all, all non-whites have enjoyed talking to, and, <laughs> like, relax, you know what I mean? You're not fucking, you're, you're not doing that. You don't, yeah. you're not, you're not doing that kind of stuff. And I think even, honestly, a lot of those people would be like, yeah, it's cool, but I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not, think, it's obviously not real. It's fucking, <laughs> it's theater that we do. 
you it's don't like get a, that? It's like a cultural thing that we enjoy. Like we're not yeah, literally it's like, saying it's like ritual. We've been doing it for like, and that's the only, <laughs> literally the only reason. It's not. So we don't have fucking magic. Are you dumb? Like, <laughs> it's so it's so offensive what she's doing, and it's a total ripoff as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is interesting. Um, it is interesting to watch. Um, I I feel I do feel like a um I do feel like an emptiness where the uh the infomercial used to be and, and you know the Ronco stuff we talk about all the time. Um, all the food gadgets and stuff that were so much fun and all the production that went into those commercials for crap. But I I do miss also the that wave that new wave of like you said mysticism and like psychics and talking to the dead and and all that kind of yeah. stuff that was I mean pretty like decently mainstream um for a while you know Ms. and it's Ms. it's Cleo gone and all that yeah yeah i know it was a punchline but it was only a punchline because it was everywhere like it was on yeah. all the time you could you could you it was on it was on like middle of the day this shit was on tv it's yeah. wild after you're uh on the commercial breaks for your maury and everything yeah well and i know we just I know we just, well, we didn't do, we attempted to do UFO Cowboys on here uh, with Libby and Pat a few weeks ago. And I know that like that kind of, that kind of garbage is still on TV, of course, but it just, it has, it has receded from the limelight a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there really did used to be, you know, a lady in a big hat who would say what your grandma's thinking about, you know, from the 1800s (laughs) or something. It just, and it's just. It's gone, but I, I I like I like seeing this. This is an even more insane spin on the what like the cat whisperer guys or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because she's so she says she's an animal communicator. I I think those guys are more like we're just we're animal behaviorists. Yeah, we you know we have a we know when animals are doing certain things and we you know know what that behavior is and how to head that off or whatever. And yeah, but this is lady is like I have ESP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um susan is well aware of the skepticism surrounding her ability to communicate with animals and she understands it completely initially she was even skeptical of her own ability to communicate directly with animals but after working with thousands of clients yielding positive results she realizes that her ability is truly working to help others now i'm in now that i found out that she didn't think for a while that she was a psychic with animals that she was literally dr doolittle um, and then came around on the other, and now I'm actually, I'm on her side. I think she can beam into a horse's brain and tell if it wants like wheat or whatever the, whatever the objective is with these horses. I don't know. What the, what the fuck is this email that we just got? <laughs> don't look at the email in the middle of the show. I'm talking it, about animal psychics. Up. Congressman Curley is now a stand-up comedian. <laughs> a lot of people have been wondering what happened to Tony Zork. Oh, I remember Tony Zork. We talked about Tony Zork. Who was that? I ceased my 2024 campaign for president as an independent on May 2023. I was running on a platform to amend the U.S. Constitution for term limits. Who is this guy? uh, I remember doing, I can't tell you the details, but I remember doing it. He He had like a gimmick campaign and he didn't. I feel like it was he didn't seem like he was all the way a bad guy. It just was mm. clearly some kind of like goofy, weird thing. Um, and he was making music and stuff oh, for it, I right? Think I remember, yeah. So I'm relaunching all of my music, film, and activism under the Congressman Curley brand. So he's he's running for Congress now. Yeah, he's not he's not running for president. Okay, well, Congressman for- Curley is a new entertainment company launching with a social mission to end the political culture divide in the United States. That is going to be awesome. 
Yeah, he was doing the Upgrade My Country album. <laughs> That's what it was. I thought it was, when I saw Congressman Curley, I thought it was, uh, you know, the guy who was the Three Stooges' grandson or something like that? Curley's, Curley's nephew. Oh, or yeah, right, I right. I thought it was him, like, running for Congress. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he did the he did the music video. Uh, he did the song "Serve My Country." Yeah, and he was doing like these. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was right Fi- fixing the corruption in our government. Yeah, we need to upgrade the country. So like, that. okay, I yeah. remember him now. Yeah. Oh well, takes all kinds in this crazy, crazy world. Hey, what if he did end up being a congressman, and then you know, then we were hey, we were talking that'll about never him. happen. Yeah, right. I bet. <laughs> I bet I bet a certain Bill Clinton at one time thought he could never make it to the land's highest office, and before you know it, he was doing all kinds of crazy sex stuff with a cigar in there. So it's like it really can be anybody's getting his worm slurped in the Lincoln bedroom. Boy, I don't think that would feel good. Do you think that would feel good? I don't think it would feel good just because I'd be like worried because you know, I mean, the CIA has got that place bugged, or right, like, you know, Secret Service is in there all day. You tell me they don't have microphones and thermal imaging and stuff, right? Oh, it's the White House. They're yeah. watching you get sucked. Sir, he's about to nut. <laughs> I can see the pressure building in Joe Biden's balls. <laughs> I thought he was nutting. He was reaching for the towel, but <laughs> he's going again. Do you a madman. Do, do people, do you think anyone has ever looked at porno in, uh, and I mean internet porno in like the, on the White network, House? Yeah. On the network? Yeah, for sure. Somebody had a bag of cocaine or something that they dropped, but that was like a tourist or something, right? Yeah, sure. I th- I mean, I think. Yeah, it was a day. Uh, it was uh, bring yeah. your kid, bring your kid to a work day, and uh, yeah, and you know who, you know uh, who. You I know won't, who's... I won't say who brought his kid in, but uh, uh. um, do you think someone has looked Stupid. at? Do you think someone has looked at like browsers on the on the White House Wi-Fi? Yeah, for sure. They the, probably the, have. They probably have a content filtering thing on that. Huh? But that, I mean, that that must mean. I'm really curious about this. I'm I'm actually legitimately curious about like and you'd never find out like the network topology of the White House for obvious reasons because I know Trump was just walking around with like an unsecured Android phone he was showing everybody <laughs> pictures of UFOs and shit but, but like at some level there probably is like like a like um a a, a separate WLAN for the president where he can look at porno because otherwise if you have it locked down where like the press secretary or like all the little minions in the white house like the reporters and stuff like that the reporters are getting on wi-fi in the white that's on a separate land inside the network of the white house right yeah 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 they don't have access to the server that says where the nukes are okay that's fine they're on their separate land they're on the guest wi-fi yeah they're on the (laughs) 2.4 gigahertz whatever (laughs) it's white house underscore guest Password is cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> All is, one right? word. But, and then they're locked down content-wise, right? Like, they're restricted. They yeah. have to be able to get on to file their reports, whatever. So they have it locked down. They can't look at porno. But then, like, what about the vice president? Like, he doesn't he, like, live in the back? Like, he lives above the garage, like Fonzie in the That's, White House or whatever? Like, he has his own network, but it, does he... Maybe that's why they, uh, the, the presidents and stuff... You, you ever see a picture of him when they go in the White House and when they come out? They're all old and stuff. That's right? What, that's what no porno does to it. <laughs> to a MF. <laughs> <laughs> Walk out, look like you just looked at the Ark of the Covenant or something. <laughs> no wonder Dan looks so young. I need to jerk my shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? I said give you look really young. Get me to Camp David. <laughs> <laughs> the 
satellite phone beaming in porn from all over the world. <laughs> That's I don't know. I I do think that if they have like a, I think if they have like a desktop, I don't know. I could see I could see Biden there flipping Wi-Fi off and going to five G, so he can you know look, yeah, look yeah. at a like a picture of a biker lady's titties or something like that. I don't Without know. it coming up on the uh, yeah sonic sonic wall firewall or something. Yeah, dude. Some that's somebody's job, isn't that, that weird? Is that's somebody's, somebody's job. actual job to figure out what porno sites are like safe for the president to look at. Because <laughs> no, how they decide that? I wonder I, how they. I don't know. Like there, there are all this stuff. Like you think about everybody's so worried about like oh, there's a dossier on UFOs, and they tell you like everything they know, whatever. Like okay, but there is somebody whose job it is to figure out like which websites are cool. Like can the can the president go to Newgrounds? You yeah, know, I don't know. It has some weird ads on there sometimes, but he wants to play flash games. So what am I supposed to do? Just block it all the way off? <laughs> he he wants to watch the uh, the Napster flash animation. <laughs> <laughs> he really loves those. <laughs> it calms him down when the dog is biting people. <laughs> um. Anyways, actually, you no, know, he's they're the presidents are all like eighty years old, so they're watching a they're fucking watching like a yeah film reel they're having like a a white house page hook up the the fucking uh the reel to reel porno tape that's like that is that's real dude because i think at a certain level of wealth and like privilege your your sexual appetite is no longer just your own right like if you yeah once you get to a certain <laughs> level like you you have to be comfortable sharing with people because you're not managing your own network you're not managing your computers anymore you're not managing yeah, your yeah. fucking cum rags anymore like you think Shaq messes with his own fucking cum rags like mm -hmm. everybody has this shit farmed out like you just have to know oh my accountant can get into my bank account you know and my assistant knows how, when I like to jerk off because I can't, I don't have a moments. I don't have, a, I have to tell everybody where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't sneak off to the 10th bathroom in here and, 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 you know, plug one out because there's somebody's knocking on the fucking door. I got to, <laughs> I got to sign a fucking accord, you know, that's real. So like people know if Joe Biden's dick works, like they're in the fucking office with him. It's crazy. Yeah. Make him sign an NDA for, right. You can't tell people you saw me jack off or preparing to jack off. But they have a presidential library, and they have, like, the movie, was it, who was it that was always watching fucking movies in there? Was it, did Nixon, Nixon go crazy right? on movies? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So everybody knows, like, oh, Nixon, oh, Nixon wants to fucking watch, <laughs> I can't think of any movie <laughs> from the of a nation. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he would be watching, watching. <laughs> piece of shit. Very weird. Um, anyways, I think they should get uh, Susan Vaughn in there to help out with uh, Major Biden, don't you think? To, to kind of like calm yeah, him. Yeah, calm him down, see what's going on. Maybe he's just nervous. Well, that's a big job. Yeah, being the president's dog. Right? First dog. First yeah. dog. We know somebody who would know about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird episode. This it's, is this, this is a weird episode. It's, it's weird how much of this stuff goes together. <laughs> anyway. Jeff and Joan Buckingham had a 1,300-pound challenge. Cow number 1212 had just given birth to a stillborn calf. She felt nauseated and unsteady, lost and despondent. Challenge number two. The Buckinghams had recently acquired an orphaned calf for 1212, a baby bull. Longing for a mother and trying to find its place on the Buckingham Ranch, requiring time, attention, bottle feeding and lots of care. The Buckinghams were worried the well-being of both of these lonely, grief-stricken, traumatized creatures required a different kind of strategy. 
with out-of-the-box thinking. And that just happens to be my specialty. You see, I'm Susan Vaughn, the Animal Whisperer. Ow. Yeah. Is there going to be a problem? Yeah. <laughs> Calling yourself the Animal Whisperer? I think, yeah. I mean, this is like actually produced. So Yeah, this is, you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to be the dog whisperer, the new dog whisperer. Basically, they want this to end up on TLC. I think what they don't realize yeah. is TLC has degraded by another 50 years in the span of only about 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're already... <laughs> TLC, TLC is way in the future as to what we can be doing to people on camera. Um, and you're kind of thinking, like, what if, yeah. this was, what if this was the year 2000? It's not. If you're not also, like, housebound obese person who has like a addiction or something like that and he's yeah. dating like a person from manila or something they don't care you ain't getting on there <laughs> buddy not getting on the show <laughs> <laughs> um this this whole episode is about this cow i watched i watched most of this like basically the cow you know is like wants to have a calf and the calf wants to have a mom or whatever and so yeah i don't really know like how she it seems like she just puts them together. You know, I, I don't really understand what it is that she added to the, I was hoping there would be one where it was like, this horse is fucking freaking out. Like it saw a ghost or something. Yeah. And I told it that ghosts weren't real and then everything was fine, but it's not really, it wasn't really like that. She doesn't, she doesn't do anything. She, she doesn't do anything. Yeah. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't really do anything. Um, over the past 22 years, Susan has honed her ability to communicate with animals. Her clients are people in dire need of resolving an issue with their beloved pet or animal. Um, how do the animals communicate? Well, there are the obvious signs of auditory, visual, and tactile cues, but science has proven... Mm, that feels good. Science has proven, and you always know some good shit's coming after this, <laughs> the animals also communicate in ways that we can't see. A pheromone is secreted... Uh, oh, sorry. A pheromone is a secreted chemical signal that triggers a response in an individual of the same species. Pheromones could attract a sexual partner, serve, and I would leave that one out if you're talking about how you can pick up on them, um, serve as a warning of danger, identify a food source or trigger and communicate many other behaviors. The point is, there's a communication among humans and animals that we can't see or completely understand. Now, Susan has always had a spiritual side to her existence before developing her ability to communicate with animals, she discovered she had psychic abilities that she spent years perfecting through study and practice. So she started out as a psychic, and then and then the animal thing mm. came she, later. She honed her. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, while working as a broadcaster in California, the tragic terrorist attacks of September 11th unfolded. This is legitimately in the <laughs> copy here. Susan's employers asked her to find an angle to show how the tragedy affected the West Coast. The events of 9-11 in this task had Susan questioning her profession and livelihood. She decided it was time for a change. So then she quit broadcasting and started <laughs> becoming a psychic. She said, I think that, I think what you're asking yeah. me to do, explain how 9-11 affects California. This is I too unethical. I will not do this. <laughs> this. This sick and disgusting media industry. You want me to prey on people's fears? I don't think so. <laughs> Putting on my little psychic uh, hat. Um. Then people began to call her requesting help with animals. She questioned whether this was a service that was even legitimate. She soon found a community of highly trained and educated people who were offering the service, though. She began trying out its legitimacy pro bono for many years. After many, many successes, she offered herself as a professional in this developing field. Animals were following her requests through her communication, and households were more harmonious. Um, so she took classes and workshops from somebody named Penelope Smith, 
who wrote the Animal Communicator Directory. Um, so that's all. That's all people who it's basically like who's who for uh, people who are psychic with animals. <laughs> um, she's been doing this for a long time. I, there's some examples in here about how she actually does it. Uh, this so the concept here, the project, by the way, is I talk to animals. It's a documentary. It's 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's about Susan. It's about uh, her clients, scientists, historians, skeptics are all in here. The the full gamut. And it's even got it broken down into different uh parts here so the part one they got about 30 minutes here this is sort of an intro to how animals communicate we got biologists in here what does communication you know really mean and like intuition pheromones um all that kind of stuff there's also something here called the detailing the sheldrake experiment on morphic resistance um laboratory rats in one location learn how to navigate a new maze and rats elsewhere in the world seem to learn it more easily how are there direct connections across time and space? Now, I have never heard this in my life. The Sheldrake experiment on morphic resonance. So this is maybe something this to is, look into. This is veering into like <laughs> astral projection territory or like. Uh, That's correct. Yeah. Pretty cool. Because sometimes if one mouse knows something, another mouse across the world also. ESP. Yeah. Do you ever read about like the CIA mind control experiments and stuff like that? You ever read about this? You ever I, well, about this? I, I saw the men who stare at goats, which is what that's about, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Pretty cool how all of the guys in our government are like, hey, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can control UFOs with our mind. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Let's give, a bunch of, let's give some guys a bunch of LSD and see if they can astral project to our enemies and kill them. You know, if you can. If you can remove for a moment the context that the CIA is like an evil organization or whatever, like if you can take that part away from it, like it's kind of an admirable quality to be like, you know, I'm not really sure if this is real or not, but hey, let's, you know, let's see what yeah, happens and maybe happens. maybe something good will come of this. And, you know, we'll yeah. just like, well, I, well, let's actually try this, you know, it's like, but it's like with a person, it would be like with like yoga or something like, yeah. well, I don't know if yoga is going to help me, but I'll try it, you know, and then if I get, you know, more flexible and my blood flow is better and I'm like, I am happier when I wake up in the morning, like, so be it. But I'm actually going to try it. I'm actually going to believe in this. You know what yeah. I mean? Before that's admirable. It just, it just so happens, you know, the <laughs> evil group of psychopaths <laughs> are using it to try to control the world. Well, but that's unlimited different. resources. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's beside the point. Um, so this is the communication part of it. So Susan begins communication with the pet and the animal. She clears her mind and she, uh, chants to her higher sources for help. I don't know if they filmed the chanting, but that would be interesting to, um, see. Now she's open to receive messages from the animal. She asks the animal if it'll communicate. Now, most animals are generally open to the invitation to communicate. So I think that implies that some animals are not. So some <laughs> animals, she does the chanting and asks them like, do you want to talk? And then like a lizard is just like, no, I just don't like... <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, not, I'm not comfortable right now or something. Um, sometimes the animal may want to communicate first via visual imagery. So, like, they send images back and forth mm. in their mind. Um, okay. And she's, like, recreating stuff that's happening to the animal in her mind and then, like, sending it. Ooh, I'm seeing a bunch of bugs. He wants a bunch of bugs to eat. That is legitimately. Lizard. That is literally what, yeah, that is what she says happens, basically. That's cool. So like one of these, one of these is one that's about a horse freaking out. Um, and she says, oh wait, let's see, here it is. The angry horse. 
Many horse handlers have to deal with the issue. <laughs> the angry horse. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. If you're if you're gonna fake, I mean, of course, a horse, out of control horse that's bucking, you have to. That's the primo. That's where my mind is going right, right away. If right. you're a horse whisperer or whatever, yeah. But the name it the angry horse. The angry horse. Yeah. Um, the horse may have a habit of biting, kicking, or charging, and the client wants the behavior to change. In one case, the visual imagery that Susan received from the horse showed that his body was in pain and that his spine ached. Susan later discovered from the client that the horse had Lyme's disease. The visual imagery that Susan sends in these situations is to show the fragility of humans in relation to the horse. Susan could relay the image of a person falling off of a horse and seriously injuring themselves. After these communications, the horse will generally reduce their aggressiveness. Hmm. So the owner just forgot that it had Lyme's, Lyme's disease, and that's why it could be acting up. And it needed to pay $2,300 to this lady to have her come out for 30 minutes. The indoor cat that loves the nightlife. Susan has many cases where an indoor cat needs to be outside on a daily or semi-daily basis. In this type of case, the client wants their beloved cat to stay indoors. The client may live in the city and worry about traffic, or they might live in the country and worry about dangerous wildlife, right? Um, the visual imagery that Susan generally receives from these types of cats involves the cat in nature or wilderness feeling content and happy. The cat could be stalking, pouncing, or hunting, and the overall feeling is one of delight, fulfillment, and unencumbered freedom. Now, the visual imagery that Susan sends to the cat could show the cat looking out and engaging with nature while inside the home. And after these communications, the cat may try and negotiate for more time outside, or the cat could agree to less time outside also. Cool. All right. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's, I think, it's, I think that's real, JF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She also talks about food is first, time out, and the Tellington touch. Um, that's a calming fingertip motion that relieves pain and anxiety, sort of like the, um, what the, what's the Star Trek thing? Yeah, the Vulcan pinch. The Vulcan pinch. She can do that on your cat. <laughs> um, she's got an entire YouTube channel that I think is just worth probably just watching um, on your own time. Please go enjoy the YouTube channel. Uh, this is at Pet Psych on YouTube. And uh, if you want to back this Kickstarter campaign, reward number one for animal lovers, 25 bucks. You get a digital download of a meditation. Um, okay, that seems to be it there. 50, uh, 200, <laughs> wow, 250 bucks, you get signed copies of both of her animal communication books. One of them is called The Ark. That's cool. 500 bucks. Wow, dude, look at this. You can talk, well, Mike, you might have undershot it. 500 bucks gets you a 15-minute phone consultation. <laughs> it's $1,000 for 30 minutes. Hold the, can you hold the phone up closer to? Oh, okay. my, what the fuck? Under the follow-up. Under the follow-up on the uh, the main the main thing here, it says, um, "Yeah, GoPro owners home to show the successful results." I don't know what that means. Six, Susan follows up with a client for for an update. They view GoPro footage together. How was Susan's animal communication? And then and then you scroll down. What's the link here? The viral button videos with millions of views. Links right. below. Click on the fucking YouTube, dude. It's, it's the video we were talking about earlier. It is. The <laughs> it's the same one. Isn't that That's, crazy? That is really funny. I mean, I guess I knew that there was like something to. I didn't know that that she would be using the buttons in this. I maybe even thought, is it 50-50? Like she says, oh, the buttons aren't real, but yeah. I am. Like this is yeah, this is bunk. 
the dogs are just walking on her. Whatever. I'm the I'm a psychic. Yeah. But this is oh yeah. Uh, so Bunny, I guess, is the name of this famous sheepadoodle dog uh, that has this 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 little like language that they. I mean, that's got to be so fucking annoying. Sorry, even if that's real, it's annoying. I, <laughs> Even if my dog was like sentient in this way and could speak, I would take it away from them because I don't want to. I would silence their voice. You know what I mean? I don't need to hear it. Bored, bored, bored. <laughs> pointless, pointless. Yeah, buddy, I know. Get up on here on the couch with me. We're going <laughs> to let's look at the computer for a while. See if that helps. <laughs> um, $2,500 gets you a 50 minute phone consultation. Clocking in at something like $3,000 an hour Love it. Love it. for the animal psychic is so fucking That's good. That's so cool, man. Well, you have, with these psychics and stuff, you got a built-in audience of people who already believe in it. So, same right. with uh, religion and stuff. We need to start our own I know. church slash I know. Uh, psychic place. We got to do something that gets a lot of people hurt or killed. God, we got to do it. <laughs> Make a lot of money in the process. How do we profit off of a bunch of people dying and stuff? God damn it. You figure this out. We need to take a course. Uh, $1 of 50K, one backer, 29 days to go. So not a runaway success just yet. Oh, if only Border Collies had wallets, Mike, maybe this would be, maybe this one would take <laughs> off, but not, no such luck. Okay. Uh, one last one. Now, I do think animals should have their privacy away from the prying eyes and ears and minds of, of would-be psychics um, and their employers. I think people deserve that same respect, Mike. That's why I'm all about privacy when it comes to my cellular telephone and the Marina 2. It's time to switch my privacy on with the Marina 2, the first smartphone for everyone with a privacy switch. To prevent any snooping. Now, Ooh. this one actually has made a ton. I'll just tell you right now. This one's made a ton of money. 76000 bucks already on a $26,000 goal with 26 days to go. Over 200 people have backed this uh, like custom flashed Android ROM generic cell phone because it has a switch on the side, a physical switch that will disconnect the camera's and the microphones. Um, it also, when you do that, it also turns off all of your networking capabilities as well, which I guess I'm probably not like the biggest online privacy expert or advocate because mm -hmm. I do sort of feel like I'm already fucked. So it kind of is what it is. Yeah, there's no way to stop that. <laughs> recordings of my voice, you know, my face, images of me, um, all that kind of stuff. Like we always say, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're like 55 years old and you're like, it's time for me to get a phone that protects my privacy. <laughs> time for me to get serious about my privacy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like, doesn't doesn't the idea that the physical switch to protect your privacy, doesn't the fact that it turns off all of the networking capabilities of the phone almost sort of like admit that just by virtue of using a cell phone, you are like automatically giving over all of this data. Yeah. Like even just by turning it on, like having it and turning it on, isn't it kind of over at that point? What are you doing with, sorry, what are you doing with the phone that you can do with all of the privacy stuff on? It sounds like you just brick your own phone whenever you turn it off, right? Yeah. It sounds like that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a physical switch that yeah. goes that a, that creates a circuit block that prevents your camera and microphones from being hacked by any means. So you just turn it off, 
Then turn it on when you want to use the phone or whatever. Turning it back on so it might get hacked. Why? Why? Why are you saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you telling me that your fu- your fucking cameras are so easy to hack that it can just be hacked? Why? Why not let you stop it from being hacked? I don't want to have to have the non-hack switch on at all times. So this is a phone. Yeah, it's a phone, and the phone presumably connects to a cellular network. All right, you're toast. Yeah, you're fucked. What do you mean? They, it's, they it's pinged it. you off of some cell towers. They got you. Yeah, we got you away from Google. Now to now to now to upload our Android ROM to this. What are you talking about? You ever think about that? Like killing somebody? How hard it is these days to kill somebody <laughs> and get away with it? You, they got you, buddy. It's like I I just can't understand these guys are out there killing people. I mean, I get it. Believe me, buddy. Sure, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, you course. just can't be doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Knock it off is what I say. No, hey, I think if you're, that's if you're thinking about killing somebody, knock it off. Well, you know, if, and not, it wasn't that long ago on this show I told everybody, "Hey, listen, if you're if you're one of those people who and God love you was stealing from the self checkout, you yeah. better you better knock it off because they got you. They they mm-hmm. can it's not just about the weight anymore. They got the cameras on there and they're even going to let you do it for a little while so you give you get enough rope to hang yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, knock off with the self checkout stealing. We had a good run, okay? Yeah. And I'm not telling yeah. you that you can't ring up the organic as regular, but I'm Just saying... Gotta, you got to think outside the bun here a little bit. <laughs> you, Maybe you, you get a job there and start stealing. That's right. Start taking cash out of the register, okay? <laughs> get, a, get a friend who works there or something. They but can take the fall for you. I don't know. They're watching you wheel the fucking dog food out underneath the cart, okay? I'm just telling you it's happening. We got emails and voicemails from people who are like, hey, thanks. I looked into it. You're right. These guys are fucking on top of this shit. I was I was getting them for everything they're worth, but now it's time to put childish things behind me. I don't want to get I don't want to get blackballed from fucking Target because they'll fucking do it to you. So don't don't fuck that's around. Happened, it's happened to me before. At the, when I go to Kroger, I, I would have some you know cat food or something in the bottom of the cart. Sure, forgot about it. I'm in the parking lot though. I'm loading up. Do I go back in? Do no. I say hey? You know, I left this in here accidentally. They're, not. They already, I mean, it is what it is. It's a dub for me. <laughs> yeah, that's just a dub. But I think that I think this is a good PSA along the same lines. If you're if you're freaking wanting to go kill somebody, mm. you know, I wouldn't recommend it. But the the thing you ought to know is they're pinging you. They made it so hard that it's not even worth it. They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so difficult now that it's not even worth it. You really got to jump through some hoops. Yeah, you got to turn all your devices off. Get an alibi. Right. Uh, <laughs> telling people how to get away with murder. Yeah. You got to turn your devices off. Get an mm-hmm. alibi. Right. Right. Rock and, solid alibi. And I would say by the time you've gone through all this preparation, don't you kind of feel like just letting it go? Yeah. You've done all the work in your head of it's exhausting. Don't you kind of feel like that guy who slighted you in the parking lot that one time maybe just deserved <laughs> to live a little while longer? I don't know. At this point, you know, you got other stuff going on. It's almost the weekend. Football's coming yeah, on. Nah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know who the marina is for, but it's a, it's for over 200 people. It's from France. Um, here's the video. Check this out. Ever had the feeling that your phone is secretly listening to your conversations? No, it's not secret at all. I think it will straight up yeah. tell you it's doing that all the time. This is not. You ain't breaking news secret, yeah. on this. Millions worldwide now question their phone's trustworthiness. Tech giants insist they don't spy on your conversations. But can you be sure some sneaky app isn't hijacking your microphone and camera? Are you among the vast majority who think your phone can't be trusted anymore? Regain control with the Marina 2, the world's first privacy-focused smartphone for everyone. It features two physical switches, 
a privacy switch to disconnect the cameras and microphones, and a disconnection switch to disable connectivity. Plus, it runs on EOS, the ultimate pro-privacy operating system. Unlike other phones with toggles, the Marina 2 ensures full compatibility with any Android app. You can enjoy all your favorite apps like Netflix, Uber, and Subway Surfers with confidence. Because let's face it, covering your microphone and camera with tape isn't exactly practical, is it? With the Marina 2... I would say it's highly practical. It's not, like, attractive <laughs> or anything, but... That's about as practical as yeah, it gets, don't you think? The tape on there? bones. Yeah. Flip the switch, and voila! No more worries about sneaky hackers snooping around your phone. Just like a light switch interrupts the flow of electricity, the privacy switch is a physical lever that interrupts the cameras and microphone circuits at the hardware level. Works for selfies and main cameras, ensuring your privacy from all angles. The disconnection switch activates airplane mode and mutes your phone. No incoming calls, no distractions. Enjoy some uninterrupted me time. The Marina 2 boasts a large high-resolution display, a fast processor to run your favorite apps, ample internal storage to save your pictures and videos, and includes a large battery to power throughout the day. I'm going to ask you something. I'm, this is just a quiz for you. Yeah. Knowing people who care about cell phones like this and being online for a while, having heard the specs of this phone roughly, what do you think the number one complaint request is in the comment section from people who have backed or would want to back this phone? Uh, it's got to be the battery, JF. That's right, Mike. The battery is non-removable, and that's a huge problem. <laughs> but the phones have not had a removable battery <laughs> for yeah, like five, like six years at this point. Years. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, mm, this is actually a huge deal breaker for me. <laughs> so that's the guy who's doing this. The guy who's like, the phone needs. I, I'm not buying a phone that doesn't have a removable uh, battery, yeah. you know. And they they also ask about the headphone jack as well. I'm not joking. They all do it legitimately. Um, so this is for guys who are doing illegal crypto trading uh, stuff on okay. on like WhatsApp or something like that. I see. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be tracked. Very, very strange. I mean, it has everything else that you would expect. It's got the operating... It's got this special cloud. The Marina cloud is your private online vault. I mean, why is that any different? you got private mail. You can already get that. Private contacts. What do you mean? You know, I, I don't know. I just... I guess I just don't buy Privacy it. Privacy switch. 100% de-Googled. Auditable by community. Guessing it's open source. Don't know. No, bra no ads. Uh, hide your real IP address. Fake your location. Guessing it has some type of VPN. Hide my email. Um, I don't know, JF. The problem with these things is they always suck. Yeah, they just suck ass. <laughs> it's not like we want them to have all of our data. It's just it's better if they do, because then the thing is good. Yeah, then the, then the shit works. Yeah. Didn't have access to my email, I wouldn't read about a fucking comedian launching a senator campaign <laughs> and i do not want to live in that world i don't want to miss out on that come on anyway that's the <laughs> marina two and sorry if you're listening on the marina one right now and you're going like oh i like my you it's know actually pretty cool i'm sorry i bet it is cool i bet it's cool um that's it though that's the six pack gang we do have time for one more segment on the show it's called that's where you come in you're gonna want to contact my kids you're gonna want to talk to mike and jf Gonna wanna call 802-359-PISS Send them something at their mailing address 
seems like you hit that uh, song you hit the theme for the mailbag a little bit early there i don't know what you were doing that was weird uh, uh, so when it's early it's it's my fault and then when it's late it's the computer it's your fault. computer's fault <laughs> robbie saturn in the discord asks and this is a good question for this month mike uh what horror movie or movies do you believe you'd easily survive in of course horror movies mike so often about survival um and those who don't quite make it um watching a few this let's talk well okay let's start with the ones we're doing this month for mike right okay so um in in order i think of when they'll be coming out the pit that the pit. is that seems pretty survivable to me because it yeah doesn't it bank just avoid on, maybe just avoid the big pit yeah I mean, you had to be tricked by like a not particularly intelligent or charismatic child. So I think you're probably <laughs> going to be okay there. Um, then, of course, Amityville, which would you uh, this? I guess that one boils down to would you be able to avoid a screaming deal on a very apparently haunted house? I Absolutely think- not. <laughs> and I've actually I've gone on Zillow and you can type in the keyword on it and you uh-huh. can I you can type in like haunted or whatever just trying to find like a cheap yeah trying to find a cheap house right like somebody died in it and you're thinking that you you do have the same <laughs> yeah. mindset as that guy yeah, I do I really do yeah okay I don't that stain will come out yeah oxyclean on it or something I like that that's very resourceful but but of course what happens to him is his whole life goes to shit I think that I would not be influenced by demonic presence. I think, I think I'm just like, you think you're just good. Yeah. I think I'm like chill. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, I can see you pretty much being chill. Um, <laughs> if you're going to stay awake all kill night, your whole family with, that, with a rifle. No, 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 no. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Not Going today. To bed, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me uh, up tomorrow. <laughs> the ghost like trying to shake you awake at 12 30 in the afternoon god hey. damn this guy hey come on you said we're <laughs> hey, gonna kill your whole family to today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one probably not now event horizon i think would be really hard to avoid getting killed yes. in that one yeah out you're, on a big ship i think you're just, going crazy you're just dead i think you're just dead in event horizon there's really nothing you can do about that yeah. one um, and then I, so I haven't watched the last one yet, uh, the gate. So what happens in that? Just roughly what happens in the gate? Is it, there's also a big hole in the backyard, but okay. it's the kind of the end of the world at the end there. I won't spoil it, but, uh, okay. so it's kind of, I don't know. So bigger, grander scale really for yeah. the disaster. Okay. So maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe you could avoid it. I don't know. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, if you survived, maybe you wouldn't even really want to. Yeah. 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 You just kind of want to get taken out early. Like yeah. the, the mist. Or something. I was just thinking The Mist. That's what I was, that just popped into my mind as Such well. Such a good fucking movie. I need to watch that again. It's so grim. Man, it's grim. But the creature design those are the, it is Those fun. are the best movies, the fucking yeah. depressing ass. <laughs> I don't, like I, 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 we would never be in this position because we can't hold a thought in our heads for more than 10 mm-hmm. or 15 minutes at a mm-hmm. time. But if we ever got to the point where we were able to make a horror movie or just, you know, just a generic, like, it doesn't have to be straight horror, just like something, something weird happens and it's scary, you know, whatever. I don't think we could avoid having the ending be like soul crushing. That's just what yeah, the movie, yeah. it's how it should end, right? 
what if he gets back together with his family and then gets his job back? Yeah. <laughs> the studio guy. No. Yeah, right. No. None of that happens not, to this guy. That, that, that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. Put, <laughs> put that one in the next one. We're doing this one, you know, where it's hell. Where everyone's walking out of theater and going like, did you like that? And they're going like, ah, man. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> That's a good movie. That's what we like. That's what we <laughs> fucking like. Oh, I got like a pit, fucking pit in my stomach. <laughs> Yes, everybody does it going home and like going in their separate rooms, just like eh. <laughs> forget that ever happened. <laughs> That's the kind of movie I like. Um, but movie like survivability, I guess everyone thinks of like the slashers in terms of survivability. Yeah, I, I've never, like I've said this before, I, I don't, Halloween is nothing to me. Those movies, I don't care about those movies. Michael Myers, not scary to me. I, I wouldn't have any problem. You're, you talk so much shit, dude. He's going <laughs> to show up at your fucking house. I'm not scared of him. I'm not scared of the one where you have to talk in the mirror and someone shows up. Not scary to me. I yeah. don't care about that. Um, I'm what not... Sc- hmm? the, the fog. You just turn a fan on. Yeah, easy. Point, point a fan at it. Uh, hey, the mist, bigger fan. I mean, let's get a couple fans going. <laughs> you know? Throw a couple Lascos this some bitch. <laughs> big octopus monster sitting there. Um... What about the, I think Freddy is harder to survive because he's in your dreams, right? So, yeah, you got to sleep sometime. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm probably cooked because I'll, I'll sleep. I'll sleep with the best of them. Um, so he's probably got me. Jason is only at that one camp. I'm not really a summer camp guy, so I don't uh, think. I went to Manhattan that one time. Yeah. For about, nine, for about nine minutes or so. I think I can steer clear of Manhattan too. <laughs> 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 I don't know uh, what 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 else is there one you feel like super confident like is there one you could beat the monster you think you could like change like save save the save something in in there or what looking through my recently viewed been watching some real shit lately. go figure go figure <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think here um I watched all those stalked by my doctor movies with uh <laughs> Eric Roberts I think we, I think we watched all of them except for the last two there's like five of them or something Jesus Christ. All right, there's four. But, uh, yeah. Insane guy. Insane. I think I would survive him because I don't think he would be attracted to me. I don't think I'm. Oh, come on. I'm serious. I don't. Oh, that is so. I don't, I don't even like hearing that from I'm you. Past, I'm past my prime. No, that doctor would absolutely want to grab you and fuck <laughs> you. Come on. You're so crazy. Come on, man. He would stalk you. <laughs> he would. He'd make your life a living hell. Of course he would. <laughs> Oh boy, I don't know. Let us know. Hey, which 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 movie villain are you not scared of? Tell us who you which which scary monster would you beat up, and which creepy crawly would you stomp on, <laughs> and uh, and what what end of the world scenario would you would you survive? I think the, I think probably the storm ones. I'm dead. The asteroid ones. I'm dead. Yeah. Some of the big monsters. I think I'm okay, but it's I don't know. It's it's tough. It's yeah. Tough. I mean, I would just hang out at the house mostly, but what happens if Godzilla comes and steps on your fucking house? Oh, God, don't say that, Mike. I don't want Godzilla <laughs> stepping on my house. That's don't... terrifying. That's the they don't, they never around. show that in the movie. The, guy, the guy's point of view inside the house, just hanging out. <laughs> He's watching TV and Godzilla crushes it. That's awful. <laughs> Ugh, I can't think about that right now. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Hey, Mike and JS. I called a couple of days ago asking for CD recommendations because I got a car that only had a CD player. And then I crashed it. So I don't 
I don't need those anymore. Thanks. It's my Tober, baby. <laughs>